0: The blast from our past network.
1: Podcasting After Dark presents TV Obscura. A deep dive into underrated and unknown television shows from our youth. Cartoons, sitcoms, cop shows, and much more. Sit back and enjoy some nostalgic fun with TV Obscura. Obscura.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of Podcasting After Dark presents TV Obscura. I am one third of the TV Obscura team, Corey, aka Sleazy C. Joined with me, as always, my two brothers from other mothers, Zach, the total snackhead shafer and Di- Diallo, the Armageddon Jackson. What's up, buddy? Oh. <laughs> it's...
1: No, I'm just pointing. He's doing I'm a Brady Bunch, to everybody. Brady Bunch thingy. He's
2: doing a Brady Bunch thing, even though this is an audio podcast. <laughs> that was only for yeah, us. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody can
1: see the... Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, did you see that? Did you see? No, we
2: didn't. I thought he was Idiot. giving me a signal that I fucked something up or something. But uh, I'll leave it all in. Why not? And I said special episode of TV Obscura because we are joined by our other two brothers from other mothers. Up North, we got Dustin and James from Action Action Podcast and this month is our first part of our Canadian TV Obscura, the Canadian takeover of our uh, <laughs> special spin-off uh, TV show. But uh what's up guys? Thanks so much for being on the show.
0: Oh, well
3: thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah Canadian really takeover.
0: It. It's about time uh, that we invaded. Although yes, I feel i yeah, I, sh-
3: I should have picked uh, a true Canadian uh due south,
0: yeah but that's, I was that wasn't just an, wasn't thinking that, that, wasn't I that was that an just American thinking show? about
3: South yeah, it was an American show, I'm pretty sure, but yeah see that's yeah. bastardization. Paul gross is a
1: Canadian though
3: <laughs> yeah anyways we we can get into that later <laughs>
1: i love I love do south I love that show, so do so I yeah.
3: if you had picked a Grassi, I would have
4: like eclipsed your mm. knowledge on that show so.
1: it's coming Diallo you know it's coming (laughs) we're actually probably we should do a whole episode where it's just Diallo Diallo's Degrassi picks and it's three episodes (laughs) that he chooses from the three episodes I'm going all the way back to the
4: start
0: okay pilot finale
1: and something in the middle we
0: used to have to watch uh we still they make us used to make us watch episodes of Degrassi in high school in class about like yeah, to like yeah. learn about things you shouldn't. Do I anymore. never, I've <laughs> never thing. seen a single
3: episode. Yeah, James
0: is younger than me, so there's going to be some uh, generational divide here. There's uh-huh. like <laughs> a almost
3: 25 year gap between 25 Dustin. Years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Mm, yeah, it's almost almost <laughs> as bad as. Corey not seeing Roadhouse <laughs> holy
2: <laughs> I shit I <laughs> launching oh, an entire month of Roadhouse but uh, <laughs> you had
0: to make up for it eh?
2: <laughs> but yeah that's uh, that's two months in the past we're the present baby and this is November I guess I don't know we're, it's not even October yet but we are way ahead right now uh, this episode uh, will be coming out in, in November because we've already recorded our uh, Halloween episode and none of this matters to the listener right now because they've probably already heard that <laughs> one but before <laughs> <laughs> Before we dive into these incredibly wholesome, t- at least two of them, <laughs> TV shows uh, that you guys pick, so guys and gals, this is our uh, part one of the Canadian TV Obscura, and the guests are picking the shows for us to watch. Uh, next part will be the Talking Back Boys, and same thing will apply to them, but for now... The Action Action Boys have a, have a podcast where they rank every single action movie out there, but yet they pick the most wholesome TV shows you could possibly
1: <laughs> imagine.
2: So before we dive into those shows and discuss what they are, why don't you guys tell us uh, and all the listeners out there uh, what, what Action Action Podcast is and uh, what you guys are doing, what are do you guys are hoping to accomplish over there besides going insane watching every single action movie ever made? <laughs>
3: Well, Corey, uh, I'm glad you asked because uh, we are the only action movie podcast, and don't look it up, don't <laughs> don't, don't check that, but, but we are the only action movie podcast that ranks all the action movies uh, from best to worst, and there's a lot of <laughs> worse, um, but yeah, we just watch every action movie, um, put them on our list, whether... Whether we agree with that list a week from now, it doesn't really matter. That's just where they are. So it's in stone. It's in stone. And um, one day we'll go back and we'll rearrange it. But <laughs> mostly we're just too lazy to do that. So, um, yeah, that's about it. We just hang out and watch action movies.
2: And where can everybody find this ongoing and growing list?
3: Letterboxed. Yeah, yeah Liz Lives on Letterboxd,
0: and we hang out on Instagram a lot, Action Action Podcast. Well, too. Dustin does. No, I do.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Whenever I'm talking to Action Action, I'm talking to Dustin. And, yeah. uh, you know, might I recommend uh, Dustin's personal Letterboxd is uh, great, and I actually use his uh, reviews on uh, when I buy Blu-ray sometimes. I kind of cross-reference other people's reviews, but yours is sort of uh, the nail in the coffin if it's going to kind of go one way or the other.
0: Wow, that's I going appreciate, straight to his head. That. Yeah, it is for sure. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right,
2: settle down, guys. Settle down. Uh,
3: so normally there's three of us. Um, John, my brother, he he's also on the podcast, but sort of. Uh, you know i don't know he he basically threatened for four years to quit and basically he's
0: he's been threatening to quit since we started yeah so. he he <laughs> quit so
3: so we have him back on uh, periodically but um, yeah, yeah that's about it
2: okay action action podcast it's a part of the bfop network So check it out, and uh, I'll, of course, have uh, links in the show notes and everything for the podcast and uh, to their letterbox and whatnot, and I implore everybody to go check it out. Um, Real quick, before we kind of get into each individual one, I'll list off uh, the three shows that we are going to be covering this month. Uh, The first one is The Littlest Hobo, um, or as I like to call it, The Littlest Heckin' Good Boy and yes. then we have uh, the cartoon <laughs> The Raccoons Hell and yeah. then finally we have You Can't Do That <laughs> on Television the only show that I knew from all three of these
0: yeah I figured you guys might know that one Yeah, because aka let's
1: demean moose every single episode <laughs> moose.
2: aka where, uh, where Nickelodeon's uh, fl- slime came from it all started yeah. here with that Word. show but, oh yeah. wow But we'll get into it. We'll discuss everyone's familiarity with these shows and everyone's, uh, you know, background with them. But let's start off with The Littlest Hobo. The Littlest Hobo is a Canadian television series based on the 1959 movie of the same name. The series first aired from 1963 to 65 in syndication and was revived for a popular second run on CTV from 1979 to 1985. The series revolves around an extremely intelligent Sherman Shepherd, the titular hobo, who wanders from town to town helping people in need. So it's kind of like uh, the plot of The Incredible Hulk or Werewolf.
0: <laughs> 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 uh
2: James Definitely and, and, definitely
0: see the Hulk comparisons, yeah, sorry. Of
2: course. So
0: guys, kick
2: us, <laughs> kick it off and uh, let us know what the the background of this one is. The nostalgia for this show is for you for you guys.
3: Uh well for me it's you know back when I was a kid I only got like two channels two or three channels and this was one of those channels so littlest hobo um to me it's just a kick ass dog that's fucking shit up everywhere he goes (laughs) oh yeah yeah for me he's like putting people in their place (laughs) like I mean London. Like London's badass man. That's the name of the dog. If the you don't dog know. that plays uh, yeah. the littlest hobo. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just love it. It the song. Every time the song came on, loved it. Um, yeah, the song is like if if you're
0: Canadian, like almost everybody, at least from a certain generation's, that song is just ingrained. Uh,
3: yeah, you hear that song, you know exactly what it is. And you know, the funny thing is, like,
0: I you know, when you're a kid, you don't really realize that like this is a canadian thing so it was, to us it was just a tv show it wasn't until late, later that i realized that you know this was a very specifically a canadian thing but that song well
3: that song the, hell yeah
2: <laughs> well you, you guys specifically said uh because uh, we watched it on from archive.org and i uh, they don't have the, the the theme song for it um that probably what it's you know keeps it from getting taken down and whatnot but you oh, all yeah. specifically sent us the youtube uh intro and yeah that thing was uh that was a banger uh <laughs> diallo what'd you think of that theme song man
4: dude i as a, I had never heard of this show ever in my life like it was brand new to me and then i sat down to watch it and i felt like like i had seen this show a billion times before it was the strangest feeling and it had like this sense of nostalgia, even mm-hmm. though I didn't know what it was. But I think it's because like the music and it was like all in this era of like kids' shows that I used to watch at the same time. So it the total vibe was there. So that music was just like it reminded me of like Grizzly Adams. I don't know if you remember that, the 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 theme music mm-hmm. for that. And yeah, it's a bunch of other shows. So I I was I was in it. I was like, yeah. If I was a kid, I today, I would keep watching more episodes of The Littlest Hobo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it should be noted that we all watched uh, the second run, the nineteen seventy nine uh, to nineteen eighty five run, uh, not the earlier one. Now, that's right. Did you guys? um grow up even with the earlier one or was this the one the second run was this the the one that was solidified for you all
3: i think the second run
0: yeah i didn't even know until last night when i was watching it and i was you know reading about it and i was like oh there was an older version of the show i didn't know that actually so yeah it was definitely that like late 70s through the 80s uh, that i grew up with
2: and had you seen the movie either the 1963 i think it was or something. no no 1959 shit okay
0: <laughs> yeah that's old yeah no i didn't know that there was the movie or anything i think like i said like all the people w- roughly within our age group like uh i don't even know like if i i'm gonna have to start asking people if they knew there was earlier little less hobo stuff i'm sure like my parents probably knew about it but uh yeah i don't remember anyone mentioning it either like when i was a kid watching you know the popular run of it i wonder Wonder how popular that those early seasons were. Well,
3: I I know at like work there's somebody that is, they're like eight years younger than me, and they never heard of the Little Hobo. Makes With, it
0: makes sense. I, mean, I
3: know, but like, come on, eight <laughs> come years. Come <on>. like, <laughs> no. pack your bags. Yeah, what kind of Canadian get up, are get you? Out there. <laughs>
0: take off, you hoser. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Zach, uh, what were your thoughts, buddy? I mean that that theme song is a banger. It reminded me of uh, Grizzly Adams for sure, Diallo, but a little bit of uh, Everybody's Talking by Nielsen, like that that kind of singing songwriter that'll always be. Forget the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> when you guys first said this to me, I'm like, Littlest Hobo, is this gonna be? Is this like totally un-PC'd nowadays? Is it going to be like a little, little like Billy Barty? He's like, "Hey, I
5: came to shave today,"
1: uh, but a it train wasn't. From I was like, to "Oh, <laughs> right!" Just from town to town, people want to always put them in their carnivals, and he's like, "I'm better than that." Um, and then I realize it's a dog, and I'm like, "Okay, I love dogs uh, in TV series or movies." Corey and I are always talking about the movie Bad Moon. Uh, that werewolf movie werewolf, werewolf movie mm-hmm. is gonna be uh is so badass because it's got a dog as like the main actor in the film and I, the episode i watched he was called uh his name was smoke and smoke, i'm wondering yeah. we can get into a deeper discussion about it but i was like ooh, smoke's a cool name and uh i, I mean i was it was such a fun interesting series that could should be rebooted now you know and and Teaching kids about animals and and the, the wildcat totally or bobcat that was in this episode. I'm like, holy crap, that's like a real wild animal in a you know in a bear trap. What's going on here? It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: a real toddler eating raw meat. it's, <laughs> it's, it's raw meat. a real toddler. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm totally
1: okay with uh, an idiot child eating getting poisoned. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with animals getting hurt. I think we can all agree with yes, we'd for rather well, we would, I would not rather see a child get hurt. I'm just saying, I have less of a <laughs> problem. Has to be one, or the, the other, <laughs> to be one or the other, Zach. It has to be one or the other, and right. I'm going with the animals. Yeah, all, I go with the animals over. every time, except for that <laughs> yeah. kid. Son. That kid did have it.
2: Now, did we? Did we all watch the same episode? I watched Smoke as well. That's um, yeah. season one, episode one. Diallo, you watched that one too? Yeah, yeah, I watched.
3: Yeah, that one. yeah, I watched that oh, okay. too. Okay, okay, a it's Different so
0: one. Well, they're
3: they're all the same basically. They're all the same basically. I figured It's like the A team, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I watched uh, I watched one called Sail Away. Oh okay. okay. So yeah, we we can get into some details. So yeah, the, I mean
3: so basically every at the beginning of every episode it's like, you know, um the dog comes into a situation, helps somebody, then the the person that they're helping, um at the end, is like, hey, you know, you, you know, you can stay with me, and it's like, oh, that dog's like, Fuck there, very yeah, there <laughs> yeah. he goes, he's got more important things to do, you know, kind off of thing. Dog yeah. with no name. So, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's like, uh, you know, he he's, It's not that he doesn't like the people that he helps. It's just that he has a higher calling. He can't stay and be someone's dog. He has to go and save others. Yeah, well, the
3: road's calling his name. Yeah, yeah. He's a nomad. That's where
0: I'll always be. Yeah. Terry Bush, by the way. That's
1: Terry Bush. I'm sure that's a famous singer-songwriter, possibly in Canada. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Terry sure. Bush. Sure. I, I do. Like, I love the concept, and and I've never seen a show where the main animal, it, like, goes, travels around. Yeah, like the Incredible Hulk and Werewolf, and I'm sure there's other shows that follow that same formula. But it's, it's really brilliant, and it gives uh, you an opportunity to see, like— Surprise guest appearances through every episode. Like I was looking through mm-hmm, the, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the 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 actors that are listed, it's everybody from Jeff Wincott, who you guys know, action action. You guys know as yeah, being a yeah. staple <laughs> of like '90s martial art movies. Um, uh, uh, Chris Makepeace from Vamp, you know, and my bodyguard. I know Diallo. I know you love my bodyguard of that movie or meatballs right with
4: um yeah that was the uh, actress from uh the smoke episode i think was in meatballs i believe uh the doctor oh really yeah because oh okay
1: cool yeah i mean chris makepeace like who was such a cool like young kid in all these kid movies uh matt craven who's a cool actor he was in a movie called k2 which is i'm sure if you guys have not seen that yet add that to your list of action movies to see uh with michael bean but, anyways, I just think it's badass that it gives like different guest stars throughout, and then you're like, I want to see that guy again,
0: and you never see him again. Yeah, yeah, he's not coming back.
4: <laughs> I have a well, quick I, question I, the uh, the YouTube intro outro that we that we watched with the theme music. Um, the title of whatever episode for that one was "Mail Order Bride." Uh, wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that?
3: That's, what we, that's how we do it. <laughs> uh, is that a Canadian thing? Yeah, sorry.
2: Well, I was, I mean, in the first episode, we had some, we had actually quite a bit of action. We had, uh, uh, you know, we had this one part where he was saving the Cubs. By he, I mean Smoke, a.k.a. London, a.k.a. the littlest heckin' good boy. And, like, he kind of <laughs> just gets out of there as a piece of fiery wood, like, falls right behind him. And I was like, Jesus, yeah. like, there was, like, no room for error with that, like, mini stunt right there. Then you had like, an action scene where the guy was fighting the, the store owner, you know. And then you got the freaking dog parachuting out of an airplane.
3: I'm like, <laughs> this yeah. is, like, 24 <laughs>
2: minutes and there's so much stuff happening. Uh, it's
3: action-packed.
2: Or Is every episode that action-packed? Or is it just because that was sort of the pilot uh, for the second run and everything? They kind of had to stack things in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the one I watched, I don't think was as action heavy as from what you're describing. Uh, There was some stuff uh, involving a boat and a girl who was drowning and he had to uh, get a line and uh, get her to grab it. And then he has it in his teeth and he kind of drags her to shore uh some stuff like that uh he helps a kid who almost little toddler who almost goes away on a little tiny sailboat and he has to grab the rope and pull the kid back to shore too on his boat and stuff but What's there wasn't going on any, he up in canada with,
2: with the toddlers because in this episode <laughs> the dad just like goes back into the store but just literally just leaves like his one-year-old toddler on the ground outside instead of like carrying him with him oh yeah just...
0: well I mean, that's what we do in Canada. When I was a kid, my dad went into a, a gas station or a, or a corner store or whatever, and he left me in his truck. And apparently, I got into the driver's seat and I put it in drive and rolled into, <laughs> luckily, very slowly into the front of the store. Didn't, I've done didn't that go myself, through the glass actually. or anything. <laughs>
5: yeah. You're like, I, I, I did that yesterday.
0: I did, I did that. I remember I getting actually... in trouble
4: for doing that once. My mom went into the bank and I, I let the emergency brake go. The car rolled. Oh. So. Oh yeah. No. Wow. This is. I mean, this was in the '70s when I like. So I think they just let people. They just let kids like yeah. wander. there. live,
0: live so, and let live. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, or live and happen. let die. Or death. Yeah, <laughs> I think we mostly died. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it
1: really makes me wonder, children of the '70s, because I'm late '70s, obviously, uh, too. And like, did parents just not think about that stuff? I mean you know, in the front seat without a seatbelt on. No, oh, he'll, he'll be fine. Like then all these terrible things happen. Like your child almost smoke, smoke in the car with your kids. Get, <laughs> right? <laughs> I it blows my mind that, uh, that, that this was more like believable back then because <laughs> this shit was going on back then. This stuff was happening back then. So, you know, where were the, where were the dogs? They were not anywhere to be seen as far as I know,
0: <laughs> you know, they weren't helping out these kids. No, I mean it's
3: I, it's like a public service announcement. The show, right? So yeah, it's like totally. It's like teaching kids, like, hey, your parents are fuck ups, and <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna let you. They're gonna let you eat raw meat. And <laughs> shit like that. Poisoned so, raw meat. Poison, so, poison, yeah, yeah, poison raw meat.
1: I believe it was a pate. I think yeah. that's a fancy way of saying raw meat.
3: <laughs> Beef I was like, I mean.
2: You know they may be able to like counteract the poison, but I mean that kid's still getting worms, right, from eating that raw meat. Oh yeah, disgu- mm, yeah. I think he actually like that was actually really like a small little piece of raw meat that that little kid kind of put yeah. into his mouth. Um, they're
1: gonna be they're gonna be putting tape over his butt at night to make sure there's not worms in his butt. <laughs> oh, That's how God. you do it, by the way. You put a piece of tape over a kid's butt and it, and then you check it, and the worms are like stuck to it. That awesome. oh, that's graphic. Awesome. Thanks.
2: Thanks, Zach. First-hand <laughs> oh, experience. I,
1: just, I don't know. It doesn't come from experience. It comes from a mutual friend, uh, Diallo, who, hold on for one more day. Oh, <laughs> that happened to her kids. Oh, okay. And, wow. Uh, okay. She's like, this is how you tech. This is how you test. You put a piece of tape over their butt, and you check it in the middle of the night, and there's worms stuck to it. And I'm like, oh, heart right, right, Just. Good wow. Lord. Okay, so um, <laughs> so, wanted, so the little, little Soba guys. Little <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did want to circle back to to what Diallo said earlier about how even though, and I kind of felt the same way, buddy. Like even though I would never seen the show, it felt nostalgic to me because it felt very much of its time, and, and that's not mm-hmm. you know that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it felt like it was familiar to me when I was watching it. Um, So that kind of like what you said, Diallo kind of struck a a chord
4: with me there. Um,
2: But like, but like, were you getting vibes of like other 70s show when you were watching it, Diallo?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. So when I when cause I didn't quite know what it was when it first came on. So as it moved along, I realized that he was sort of like the uh, wandering angel type character that was going to come and go. But at first I thought, the character, the uh, like the ranger character was like the star of the show and he was going to be going around the forest and getting in an adventures every episode. Um But it's it, it, that aspect started to remind me of like, uh, I don't know if you remember the show called Gentle Ben. Um, it was like they were in the I think they were in the Everglades or something. and There was a bear on a uh, swamp vehicle, it was like really weird. Juxtaposition of like, images there. I got a little bit uh, of a vibe of like a Flipper, the, uh, the, I think it was like 60s or 70s oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then with the whole dog part, like coming and going and getting in adventures, there was like, there was obviously Benji was really huge uh, a, little, a few yeah. years before. Because this, this was, like, 79, I think? or yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I think that was the first season was 79. Yeah,
4: and then, so there was, like, at that time in the in the U.S., I Lassie. remember there were quite a few shows. Like, lastly, there was a show called Here's Boomer that was um, kind of on the same. There was a, there was a movie called... <laughs> don't ask me why I know what this movie is called. But it's called Hambone and Hilly. And these, <laughs> it's, like, a dog and a cat, like, going across country getting it. So there was, like, a whole genre of that stuff going on around that time. So as I was watching... This, I was like, oh, I could see how that would have been put into production and, like, capitalize off of, like, this genre that was uh, generating, um, you know, viewers at the time. Um, so, yeah, it definitely, it just, yeah, it felt, it just felt, I mean, I even, I was thinking, like, uh, Shazam, which we did in one of our earlier shows. Like, I, I yes. felt that, too, you know? So, it yes. just, yeah, it felt very much. I, uh, I
0: haven't can't say I've heard of Hambone and Hilly. Yeah, no one has. No I've, one has. I've never it's heard a, of yeah, but Lassie for sure. I see the Lassie comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Was, was Hey Boomer
1: a sequel to uh, Go Brandon or something? Like oh that? wow, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't track. It didn't get renewed. No. thank God. No, no. So,
2: <laughs> Dustin, was this a, was this an after-school show or was this like a Saturday morning show?
0: i don't think it was saturday morning if i remember right it was more of an evening show uh i think
3: it was like after school
0: yeah mm. uh it's hard looking back now but yeah, yeah for some reason i remember it definitely not a, not a morning show uh okay. afternoon well, or, e- or evening kind of thing uh because to me you it guys, was like a family yeah. show like you sat down with your family to watch the little well
3: you only solo. had one tv right well i did <laughs> yeah so yeah. you're rich but <laughs> i only had one tv three channels right so yeah. it's you either...
0: It, everyone's watching that. The little yeah, <laughs>
3: you, you watch that until, you know, your dad comes home and wants to watch the news or some shit. Right, yeah. Get out right of here. here. <laughs> Get the fuck and out you guys of here. Said it was
0: on,
1: <laughs> you guys said it was on CTV, right? It's on CTV? Yeah, CTV, yeah. which is, it, is still it, around up here. Is, is that a, like, a, 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 a I don't know,
0: like a cable channel or what's the... What do you have a brief history um, of CTV? Well, I I didn't I can't give you a whole rundown of CTV except that it's been yeah. around for a long time. We have a couple channels like that. CBC being the other big one. Um, it was that,
3: always CBC and CTV though; those were the big two. Yeah, and um, then now and then you for have, kids
0: later there was like YTV, which is where we had. Uh, you can't see that on television, which we will, or you can't do that on television, which we'll talk about in a bit. But okay. um, so there we had a few channels like that, but we also had you know, most of the big channels that you guys had, right? So most of our programming, it was American growing up or or from the U.S. But we just have these few, we have the CRTC, which they are like a governing body that makes sure there's a certain amount of Canadian content on the air, on the the radio, uh, whatever, what have you. So, you know, we also grew up with hearing Canadian alternative bands in the 90s that you guys have never heard of because we heard... Nickelback. well, unfortunately, everyone <laughs> heard of those guys, but, uh, we, you know, we'd get stuff that didn't make, probably make it over to you guys, we got, but we but yeah. we would hear most of what was popular for, from you as well, right. From coming from your yeah. country as well. So it's kind of interesting in that way where we're exposed to most of everything that you guys were exposed to mostly. And then also we have this other thing that's just like, Oh, by the way, no one knows this exists except you, <laughs> you guys in this country. Right?
1: Well, I'll, I'll just say really quickly, growing up in Michigan for the first time, Few years of my life, uh, we had the CBC channel there. I think because we were so close to the border, right? Yeah, yeah. and and that's where I watched Doctor Who for the first time because it was broadcast on that channel. Um, So. It, it, it to me, I was always like, Is this a public broadcasting network or is this like a commercial free kind of thing? Or w- is this just it's like a typical network, but it's just in Canada? Yeah,
0: no, it just looks like a typical network, except it's Canadian, right? Like, so it has it's the same thing there's commercials and okay. uh, whatever. It's not like PBS or, or something yeah, but, like that. but
3: CBC is funded by the government completely. Yeah, CBC like is government funded, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, when okay. I was uh, mm-hmm. growing up, I they would put a ton of Canadian programming on PBS, uh, on yeah. the PBS station. Yeah. That's how I watched uh, Degrassi and a bunch of other random Canadian shows that at the time I didn't know that they were Canadian, they were just coming on right. PBS. and. But then right. I started to pick up on like certain the way they said certain words, and then I was right like, oh, weird was regional like, yeah. accents. and Yeah, stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's tomorrow, you know, like uh, you know tomorrow. Like, ab- all the boots and all that stuff, ab- and then aboot, I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, but uh, yeah. And then when I went to school in Vermont, also we were close to the border, and that's when I discovered like like you Zach, like we saw CB was it CBC, CBC, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple other other things, so.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, CBC is an interesting channel. He has, like as James said, it's funded by the government. But like they would have a mix of like news and like culture kind of programming, documentary stuff. But then there'd be uh, shows for entertainment as well. And like... Uh, hockey night in Canada was the biggest thing forever. It was on the CBC for years and years, every Saturday night you got to,
3: yeah. So as a kid, CBC was, yeah, it was like the after-school shows, like, um, like something like the littlest hobo, but, uh, that was on CTV. But, um, but then you would have the news, but then you'd have, yeah, hockey night in Canada, which was Saturday night. But, and then Sundays, you'd have the Wonderful World of Disney, yeah, where, they would, world of Disney where they would play the movie. a movie. Mm. And so it was kind of CBC was, especially if you're poor and you only get so many channels, that's like where you go for everything, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your one-stop shop. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Was Voyage of the Mimi Canadian? You remember that show, Voyage of the Mimi? That was out of, that of was? Uh,
4: Massachusetts. Oh. That was out of Boston. Okay. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
1: It wasn't okay. ringing a bell, what, what, yeah. Voyage of the Mimi is where Ben Affleck got his start, so yeah. okay. we'll, we'll bring that up. Meet, it's an if, educational show. If
4: I ever meet him, I want to say you were the bomb in Voyage of the Mimi, yo. <laughs> yeah, big dude. dude. <laughs>
1: and at that point, that's when Jennifer Lopez pushes him out of the way and walks up to you and s- gives you a big kiss on the lips. That'd be great.
4: Actually, I don't know if I want yeah. that. C.T. Granville <laughs> was his name. Seems too
0: complicated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And your lips start tingling and you start growing. Something. Never mind.
2: All <laughs> right. On that note, <laughs> to wrap up our uh, Littlest Hobo discussion, um, we'll go around and just sort of say, you know, what you think about it now and everything. What you think about it now, huh? Um, that should
1: be the segment. <laughs> what, what you think, think about it now? <laughs> now?
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll go first, having no nostalgia, you know, whatsoever.
1: That's, um, great. That's gold. You got a trademark. It. I may have to.
2: <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I, I I thought it was cute. Um, I also felt, you know, nostalgia for, for that late 70s vibe and aesthetic and, you know, just the way it was shot and sort of the acting in it and everything and how quickly it gets to the point and sort of, you know, gets past things. But, you know, the little dog was great. London, he was great. They, you know, he seemed like he was very... And I don't mean the character. I mean, I mean like the acting. The dog actor was very capable. Like they actually could utilize him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But then there were little, sort of some chunks of time where it didn't really focus on him, and it was sort of focusing on the, uh, you know, the the human character. And I thought it was a good balance. And then I just I liked at the end where he just walks away while the guy's talking, and the guy's like, "Right, smoke." <laughs> I guess guess smoke went back into the woods the way he came. And I was like, man, this is so cheesy, but in the best way possible, really, truly Mm -hmm. in the best way possible. It's cheesy. Um, I loved it. Um, I love the theme song. The theme song was great. And uh, I could see myself watching it as a kid. I would have very much enjoyed uh, this one.
4: Uh, Diallo, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think I said everything that I thought. I thought it was great. I would watch. I like. I literally was into it. I would watch <laughs> it again. If I if I was younger, I probably would watch it like continuously. Um, there was something about it that just kind of hits, like you know, um, and uh, yeah, again, it reminded me like of a bunch of different things, but uh, it was still pretty cool. And I want that dog. <laughs> who yeah. doesn't, man?
2: That dog was great. Uh Zach, no nostalgia whatsoever. W- what you think about it now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I I love it. I'm looking up the actor's name who was in the in that episode. Uh I, I love this show. I would happily watch it again. Um I would wanna look up like I would wanna look up an episode that features Chris Makepeace or Rob Garrison, who was one of the he was the uh, put him in a body bag in uh, the Cobra Kai. Um, you know, th- this show is it, it. It brings back those vibes of like, let's watch a wholesome show as a family where everyone can enjoy it. You know, it's not just for the kids, but it's for everybody. There's something for everyone to enjoy. Uh, I mean, I give it a solid, solid thumbs up. Did and, uh, Bodie
2: happen to watch any of these with you?
1: No, but I told him about the concept and he thought it was cool cuz we have a dog, you know. We got a dog about a year ago and and it's she's like a huge you know, obviously a huge part of our family now and he's a total dog lover and and I mean the dog was badass. Yeah. No relation <laughs> to Paul London on Territory Marks, which is on uh you know, check out territory marks if you like '80s pro wrestling. There you go. <clears throat> Good plug. plug. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, um, but anyways, uh, that was uh, super awkward. Really, really... <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, it's all about awkwardness on this episode for me. All about. Oh, so Ray uh, Monty Markham was the guy who starred as Ray Caldwell in this episode, and um, and and he's notable because he's been in every. He was on. Uh, Diallo you'll probably know this. He was the captain on Baywatch. He was like one of the main dudes on Baywatch for the first 3 <laughs> seasons of the show, okay. 89 through 92. I looked
4: him up and I saw that he was on Baywatch but I did I didn't recall like who he like who he played. So
1: so he was a big part of the first early season when they when they wanted to take themselves more seriously. How, know, that first season Stevenson. they were
4: on. It was on NBC and then they I think and then they got canceled and then they
1: Sure? Went, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and syndicated. then it became syndicated after that. Yeah. It, it, but he was a Baywatch big part of that show. show Baywatch was a serious show
0: at one oh, point.
1: Yeah. Say that again? I say Baywatch was a serious show at one point. Oh, yeah, the first, yeah, season, the first was, like, season was like, right? Yeah. Yeah, you I'd, really it honestly had a, never it had saw a, like,
0: an episode of Baywatch. <laughs> oh, <What>? dude,
1: <laughs> Dustin, you gotta you gotta at least watch the f- a couple episodes of the first season because it was I'll get it considered. <laughs> yeah, it was like to that the complicated Paul.
2: story and the acting, dude. It, it was not about the DNA really- at all. Listen, no, yeah. <laughs> it got
4: canceled for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it did, but, but
1: Diallo, Diallo, those first couple episodes were like, whoa, this this has got something going on. This yeah.
4: is gonna cool yeah it got yeah. canceled and then they were like oh bikinis and you know uh, let's, let's shift the focus yeah, here, guys. Camp, <laughs> campy stuff and then it like and then it blew up but, blew but, up. but yeah but Zach, i, I listened watch to
0: watch for the articles <laughs> <Right>.
4: <laughs> i looked up the uh actor because his voice was very familiar and i felt like he was in like a lot of cartoons or something that i might have uh played or like video games or something
1: very familiar yeah monty markham um he, he did he starfield which is a brand new oh, video just came game. yeah he did yeah, a voice yeah.
2: in that I, I saw that so he's still working yeah, yeah
1: yeah he's still working um he he's you know you he's been in 145 various projects from television video games and movies so uh he's just one of those like recognizable cadence style reminds me a little bit of uh, richard Crenna from mm-hmm. uh, the rambo series <laughs> just a little vibe like that that yeah. that kind of like you know I'm I'm, I'm 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 taken seriously simply because of the way i talk yeah and that's it <laughs> not, not nothing else you know but it, there's a love interest in this too and this it packed it, it a lot in when,
2: for for 24 minutes you know yeah
1: that i'll just finally say what they did in 24 minutes it takes three seasons for some shows to do. <laughs> yeah, and then includes yeah, is...
2: parachuting a dog out of, a, out of, out of an airplane. <laughs> wow,
1: <laughs> I, I well wish done. I had watched
0: that one. I mean, mine was decent. Dustin's <laughs> but... <laughs>
5: got FOMO right now. He's like, God damn it. I'm going to go watch it
0: later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: well, you guys do have the nostalgia for this. So how does it hold up now watching it in 2023?
3: James, go ahead. <laughs> um, it still holds up. I mean, Yeah, to me, it's fantastic. Uh, I loved it when I was a kid. I love it now with with the nostalgia and everything. But yeah, I mean, it's just... It's a good, wholesome show that it teaches... Every episode teaches you, like, a different lesson. Um, Like I said, like a public service announcement. Like, every episode is something, so...
0: In a way that it doesn't, like, necessarily hammer you over the head like it's not like at the end of an episode of He-Man or G.I. Joe where they're like okay now we have to tell you something serious
3: yeah like this was actually baked into the story (laughs) yeah exactly I mean I did kind of find (laughs) at the end being like how does this dog, like, put up with these people? Like, in every single town that this dog goes to, there's, like, some idiot person.
0: He's a heckin' good boy. But
3: (laughs) the actual, the theme in most of the shows have to do with kids, right? It's usually about saving a kid or helping a kid through a situation. Um, in, In turn, the adults learn a lesson, too, right? So... Um, but yeah I mean I I think it's amazing it's like Canadian history
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah I thought it held up really well too I mean uh, I think it's because it's a dog right like anyone can watch this and get some enjoyment out of it I think uh, and you know what you were talking about Corey like the dog being so good and being utilized in different ways if they made this show now which they, they totally should make another you know reboot or something but they would use like five different dogs for different things. Like this dog would do this. This dog would be the one that sits for camera, whatever, you know. Um, and this dog could do it all. This was an amazing dog. So uh, I really enjoyed watching again. And again, it's hard to separate the nostalgia from what it is for us because we grew up with it. But hear those, hear that tune and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm ready.
2: So, well, I should have yeah. asked beforehand. Was this a consensus, or did you guys all like pick a show like individually? Like, whose pick was this?
0: This was James's pick. Yeah, okay. this is my pick. Okay. We had raccoons was consensus, and then okay. we each then we each chose uh, uh, one show. Yeah,
2: gotcha. So. Okay, well, good job, James. I'd say uh, I'd say the littlest hobo is timeless.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: You know
1: what else is timeless? Timeless is the raccoon theme song we're about to get oh, to. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
5: Good <laughs> <laughs> segue, <Douglas> my
2: friend <laughs> falls,
1: <laughs> Run with us! Oh my God, Lisa laheed that's the singer, Lisa Lahid. Huh. If you, you can look up the music video for it, it's on uh, YouTube. The the I think the original video for it or whatever.
0: So badass. I've never actually watched the music video. I've only just gone on YouTube periodically. Every couple of years, I'm like, oh, got to hear that raccoon song. And I'll just go on YouTube and I'll watch And somebody's cut a clip where it just shows all these scenes from the show with that song running.
1: This music video is amazing. You got to check it out. Well, before
2: we get into that discussion, let me uh, give a little background on the raccoons. Hey, everybody. Co-host Corey here. I just wanted to take a second and say thank you to all of our Patreon members who help support the show. Each month they get access to The Carpenter Factor, Wrap Up After Dark, and all kinds of other fun exclusive content. You can sign up for our Patreon over at patreon.com slash podcastingafterdark. Again, that's patreon.com slash podcastingafterdark. Other ways you can help support the show and help us grow is leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We also have a merch store where you can pick up a T-shirt or two, as well as some other fun items. You can find every link to our podcatchers, to our merch store, to Patreon, everything at podcastingafterdark.com. That's podcastingafterdark.com. Now back to the show. The Raccoons is a Canadian animated series that ran on CBC from November 1985 to 1991 in in Canada and on the Disney Channel in the U.S. with three preceding television specials in 1980 and one direct-to-video special in 1984. The series revolves around Bert Raccoon and his married roommates Ralph and Melissa Raccoon as they try to save their forest from being destroyed by a greedy industrialist aardvark by the name of Cyril Sneer. (laughs) <laughs> now, I, I I wrote that up before I watched the first episode, and th- he wasn't really destroying anything, and they didn't really save anything, and
0: friendship <laughs>
2: was to be had. Um, but uh, before we get into all that, uh, Dustin James, what is uh, what's the nostalgia on this one?
0: This is another one uh, like Littlest Hobo where. Uh, I can't remember if this was a morning one either. I think it was also an afternoon. Like you just said, I think it was on the Disney. They, I, I didn't realize this, but it was all part of this Disney block with um, Wonderful World of Disney and then raccoons. Uh, and so I don't know if you did you guys You ever see the raccoons at all? Yeah. Uh, on the Never Disney heard of it
1: yeah i oh, watched yeah. it yeah, uh, I was saying it is... must have been the disney channel back in the day but i, I definitely have seen it before. i have a little oh, okay,
4: complicated yeah. complicated history with yeah. it but i'll talk about it oh, okay. a little later all right yeah. oh boy <laughs> 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 um, Well,
0: are gonna get a lot more controversial here than i thought yeah uh yeah no so this was uh this was like a not every day but uh every week kind of show i think as i recall and Loved it. The song, it's got its own special intro and then an outro song, which is kind of different from a lot of 80s cartoons that I grew up with. It's got its own sort of uh, bookends there. Um, both are pretty great. And yeah, just love these characters. I mean, it's very typical 80s cartoon in a lot of ways, although the, it did have more of a sort of environmental message to it than most. But uh, it's another one where I didn't realize it was a Canadian thing growing up. But learned that afterwards but what about for you james
3: yeah i knew it was a canadian thing um but yeah it was just it was one of those shows that was on yeah whether it was the morning or the afternoon but um yeah i just loved watching it um yeah your description is kind of accurate Cyril sneer is like An industrialist, right? So he's always trying to make money and destroy everything. But um, somehow, you know, Burton and his uh, friends, (laughs) including the sheepdog, which is my favorite. Schaefer. uh, Spelled it wrong, but whatever. Always seemed to save the day, right? So. Um, Spells Schaefer it the Canadian way.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, the Canadian shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like Nickel Zack. <laughs> uh, Diallo, Schaefer's you got to really regale-,
2: cool. regale us with your uh, complicated history with this show.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, back in the early 80s, uh, in the Saturday afternoons, there would be like random movies on, right? So, there would be like every once in a while, there would be this cartoon with like these. Weird raccoons, and I, I didn't know until you just said right now that it wasn't that the dude was an aardvark that that's what he was. Even as I was yeah. watching today, I was like, I don't know what you are. And um, well, I
2: didn't what? know what that girl was, the yeah, she,
0: like, just like a,
4: aardvark human or something. That was oh, gross.
1: They're almost human. <laughs> that
0: was gross.
4: The one that I saw, I feel like it had something to do with space or something too. Like, I can't remember, it was like a UFO involved. Um, So, anyways, I kind of like I had this vague memory of it, and every once in a while, I would talk with friends about it as we got older, and we were like, "Yeah, there's that one raccoon thing," and then it wasn't until like the mid '90s or late '90s when I realized it was like a like a cartoon from Canada, and so that's that's what my. So did you get?
2: Did they air like one of the specials or something? Like one of the the direct to video specials? Yeah, they
4: it was so when you were talking about it just now, you said there was one that there was like a movie in 1980, right? So that's the one that I think that I was that they had on. It was like it would have been like 80, 81, 82, 83 when they, it was on TV when I would have seen it. So, yeah, just it would just randomly be on in some Saturday afternoons, and I never really <laughs> understood what was going on because I had never you would never this? see like you would never madness <laughs> yeah you would never see it any other time like there were, it wasn't on saturday or saturday mornings it wasn't on uh, weekday afternoons with other cartoons it just like this Cartoon with these weird raccoons would appear with the with the hockey jersey guy. What is Dave is or whatever his name is. Yeah, and then yeah. and then he Dave, whatever his name is, and then like whatever and then his generic human name it, is. And then it would just go off into the ether. And like and I always it was always like a fever dream for me. I was like, what? Like, Did I dream this? And uh, as I actually watched the episode today, I was kind of like, no. This show's pretty confusing even now, so maybe I just didn't understand <laughs> <laughs> what's going on.
2: Uh, Zach, you have nostalgia with this, uh, I, I'm, and I'm the only one who doesn't here, so I'll go last. So, what?
1: yeah, I, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there there was a channel in the Bay Area called TV Twenty Six, and mm-hmm. they would show more obscure stuff throughout the day or the morning and then the afternoon so they'd show like macross robotech and um uh, and i feel like i might have saw raccoons on that channel also and this could be where i saw it disney was doing this weird thing during the day where they would give you a preview of because disney used to be like a subscription only channel for a while on cable and they, but they would do like a preview day on TV 44 or, T or channel 20, not nah, TV 44 or channel two and, uh, in the Bay area. And they would show you a block of cartoons from their lineup. They'd show like ducktails. And I feel like raccoons might've been sandwiched somewhere in there at one point. I do remember seeing it a few times back in the day. I don't think I was necessarily bugged by a lack of plot or lack of story (laughs) um, because one of my favorite cartoons, Spartacus and the Sun Beneath the Sea, was so random, (laughs) so trippy. But the visuals always hooked me. So the visuals on this hooked me. It reminded me of a little bit of a a fusion of like Dr. Seuss animation in the 80s and um, uh, the Pink Panther cartoon from the 80s as well with that art of arc
0: just because he's pink
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah he's like naked flesh color and it was really weird wow. The way your like, voice was... went down like five octaves very yeah. sultry naked flesh
4: the, um, the pink yeah, shoe it diaries was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where's david dukovny right here
1: oh shit okay um yeah it was just weird. you know it's one of those shows that the plot is all over the place. Like they were throwing a birthday party for the main villain at one point in the, in the first episode. And like, okay, that's cool that they're mm-hmm. that's so nice of them, but he's still a bad guy. Whatever.
3: I, I didn't, can, but the I don't Canadian mind way.
1: That. <laughs> We're just yeah, nice. It's the Canadian <laughs> way. Eh? I didn't mind that stuff though. And I still don't mind it. It's a silly show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a show geared for a very young audience yeah, sure. with a, but with a strong positive message. And at the end of the day, I mean, the fact that it's got a killer, killer end credit song, Run With Us or Run With Me or whatever it's called. Uh, it's such a fun song. I, sometimes the worst movies can have a warm place in my heart because of the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm not saying this is the worst cartoon. I'm just saying it has Careful. a warm place in my heart because <laughs> of that song. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's got a warm place in my heart because of that song. That's it. Mm. Zach,
2: is that the? Because I think we all watched the same episode, the the first one, the birthday party one. No, once um,
0: again, I watched a different one. <laughs> God damn it, Austin! I'm gonna be different. To what opposite. I say. <laughs> uh,
2: but Zach, was that the, was the end song the same one that they played kind of halfway through the episode?
1: Yeah. montage. Yeah, yeah, the same.
2: That's the same song.
1: Yeah. Same song. Okay. Which I don't have a problem with if, if the song is good. They if it's did that, that good, in the, yeah. If they do that occasionally in 80s movies, well, they'll they'll play the song again in the credits. I think Last Dragon did that. I don't have a problem with it if the song is good. I just, I don't.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, my note, um, you know, for that episode, first episode, season one, um, like, I perked up. I popped hard when that song came on. I was like, well, this is (laughs) remarkably good. I'm like, what am I watching here? It's
1: a good song. Uh, Yeah,
2: and then I think you might have answered my question because... I remember growing up, um, my mom didn't have cable, but my grandparents did. And and having a typical 80s latchkey kid, you know, childhood, um, I'd spend a lot of time with my grandpa because my mom, single mom, she'd still have a life and do stuff or work, you know. And I remember watching – you can't do that on television, so I have a lot to say about that um, because I guess Nickelodeon was on basic cable. But I remember never watching – disney channel because that yeah. was you had to pay for that right
1: you had to pay extra for that It was like five bucks more or something but still you had to pay extra for it
2: that uh, so a whole sort of piece of the puzzle kind of falls into place in my head now um as to why i never watched this uh back in the day but you yeah. know watching in it, our
1: house it was either hbo or disney and like we're going to get HBO. Yeah, well, of course. Disney's
4: the same sucks. reason why I haven't watched. <laughs> that's sucks. why I never watched Rebels and Clone Wars, and people always get on my case about that. So <laughs> well, now you have a
2: Disney Plus, so you can
4: watch yeah. them all. But uh, I don't um, have 54 hours yeah. <laughs> <to> spare. <laughs> this no? is true. This is true. Now when you oh. gotta
0: go down and watch all the Littlest Hobo episodes, yeah. No. Right, <laughs> well,
4: hey Zach. Like, just real know, quick, I, this is a, this is a little off topic. A little off topic. TV twenty six. Do you remember Danger Mouse? Did, did you ever see yes, that? Yes, of course. Danger yeah. Ma- and Danger watch watch Mouse was on Nickelodeon. I watched Danger Mouse. Oh, was Mouse. it?
1: Did, did you guys he watch was. Danger Mouse?
2: Action, I
0: did, yeah. No, yeah. I
3: didn't. So it was I Danger did,
1: Mouse, yeah. and then they would have they would have Banana Man on there as well. Yeah. And they would that sounds familiar <laughs>
0: too.
3: Banana Man,
1: <laughs> Banana Man's about a kid named Eric who eats a radioactive banana and turns into Banana Man. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> you should look it up. And mm. uh, uh, the Duccula Rockbug. Yeah, uh, Count Duccula. Count, Ducula. Count, Ducula. Count Ducula. Yeah. But TV Twenty Six also showed Danger Mouse in the morning. And yes, yeah. yes Diallo. But Danger Mouse was not a a
2: Canadian cartoon, right? It was, I think it was a UK cartoon.
1: No, that was British. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thames. Thames. The Thames. They had the Thames logo at the end. It was like the Thames was the name of the production company, I think.
2: And so, like, I guess back in the day, Nickelodeon was just what, bringing in just cartoons for. Because Nickelodeon was a US based. um, station, right, and so they brought in. You can't do that on television. Danger Mouse. So it was kind of like
1: early days. It was just a hodgepodge. Yeah, I think they were different...
0: just. I think they were probably just looking for content when they were right. starting out, right? So they were licensing yep. stuff from other places. Yeah, because
1: and... they brought in Spartacus, and Spartacus was a French show that okay. they dubbed in English when it, they Nickelodeon brought it over. Okay, and they also had. Uh, a, well, TV Twenty Six had Ulysses Thirty One. Yeah, but Nickelodeon had uh, the Lost Cities of Gold. I believe, and that's also. But those were Japanese.
0: Yeah, Ulysses Thirty One. Uh, yeah.
1: Animated show yeah. Ulysses Thirty One, and and they also had Captain Harlock. T- yeah. Oh, I remember that. I think
2: Nickelodeon had that too. I kind of remember Captain Harlock as well. And they,
1: Nickelodeon, it- yeah. Nick Nickelodeon was super edgy back in the day. They had some cool, good shit.
2: But. Kind of going back to this one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, sorry, back to the, uh, <laughs> it's just like all these um, memories are getting sparked.
4: It's like you gotta, oh I no, got to. And that's why we do this show. It's, it's that's why to by, go down memory lane. It made me go down um, a rabbit hole earlier when I was talking to you guys about like, <laughs> like the shows we could do. So anyways.
2: But it was nice to have it be so wholesome i mean because we kind of a lot of the cartoons we cover on this show you know like spiral zone you know we love it because it's so dark and violent and and (laughs) but on the flip side of that coin it's it's nice to watch something like this or or sectors and stuff like that zach like the opening of sectors the opening of thundar the barbarian the entire world gets destroyed basically (laughs) but the world to actually watch something this wholesome and like the first episode you know the the main bad guy cyril sneed thinks that that these raccoons are going to attack him and he does all this stuff to kind of like stop them and thwart them there's actually some decent humor in it i was like oh that was actually yeah. kind of funny the like i said the music was fantastic i was like oh this is this is impossibly good there's no need <laughs> for this to be this good yeah, yeah. but then at the very end I thought it was just going to be kind of like a, you know, misunderstanding sort of thing. But it was actually a ruse to give the, fuck, the the villain a surprise party by everybody. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, this is fucking wholesome. And I love it. And, like, my cold, dead soul, like, I could feel, like, a little crack, you know. Like, kind of started to, you know, like, started, my heart grew two times that day, you know. And I was like, this is nice. You know, I don't think young me. Would have even appreciated that because we've all discussed it by now. I would have. Our was already too ruined by aliens and Robocop <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Lord, you know it's already gone. But old me, like I can be like, you know what? That's nice. That's freaking nice right there.
1: <laughs> well, you just you just opened up a memory for me because I was that kid too who's like super full on GI Joe violence, violence, violence into like the the storyline and with my own figures people dying and then almost dying etc cetera, etc cetera. but then i watched david the gnome and i was like oh you know but i wouldn't talk about it yeah with you don't friends. want to tell I wouldn't people. Wouldn't talk that. about yeah. raccoons you don't talk about raccoons with your friends right. but you secretly watch it because at the end of the day they're all secretly watching it but we're all like oh we got to grow up we got to be tough now i watch it i'm like that's super cute david the gnome by the way We'll bring that to the show down the road too. It's like that's nice that there's these shows because the the kids shows now, which are popular, that have a wholesome positive thing, don't have that mellow vibe to them there's some there's a few there's one called like Sarah and Duck that's super cute for little oh yeah, kids. that's a cute show that's a cute show it's quiet it's mellow but Mm. most of the shows are like you know bluey and and paw patrol and and bob the builder bob the builder is pretty badass but but like they're (laughs) loud you know and there's always something going on and everybody's animated sometimes shows can be just quiet and just chill and like raccoons is not chill but david the gnome is chill but there's this idea of like we can have these nice shows. There's an audience for it out there. Clearly there is with raccoons. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: so. I was watching GI Joe and transformers and all that shit too, but yeah, I was still watching raccoons. I mean, I think, it, I, I don't know, maybe it was at least some balance there in the force right. or whatever, where like <laughs> this kid is filling his head with all this trash and whatever. Uh, I mean, great trash, but, um, uh, <laughs> there's some, here's something with that's like maybe teaches a little bit of a, a good moral value or something like that in it too. And that it can still be entertaining to kids can be funny, can be have some action and whatever. Sorry, go ahead, Corey.
2: No, I was just right. going to, this is a consensus show. So you guys both picked this one and I know, you know, there's a little bit of an age gap between you guys. So, but both of you guys grew up watching this one.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it must've been in syndication too, by the time like James would have seen it, right? It was still going, um, and it was on, uh, what, five, six years, I think you said, right? So yeah. I don't know how long I actually watched it. I might have fallen off and then he might have come along later and started watching it kind of thing. Like, um, But it's still on.
3: Yeah, um, it was kind of like one of those shows, like it was just on, right? So, yeah, I mean, you watch, it wasn't like it was my favorite show, but it was like everybody watched the raccoons. It was just kind of one of those things. Uh, I
0: just also found out that, you know, I, I did go on the archive to watch it, but I just d- happened to watch a different episode. But, uh, then I just found out afterwards that it's au- actually on a, a streaming app that we can have here. Uh, crave you know, crave James. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's on, it's on crave. Uh, all the seasons are on there. My wife was so excited when I told her, she, I think she's in the bedroom right now watching <laughs> <Rapids>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah.
3: I honestly like, it. it's kind of weird to me like that that you, like you guys have a memory of it? Because I just feel like it's it's Canadian and nobody really... Because <laughs> nobody really talks about it. Like, you, you're probably more likely to talk to somebody about the littlest hobo than you are to... I mean, the raccoons, it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, everybody watched that. Like, you don't even really talk about it. It's like, yeah, okay, you're it's pointing out given. the obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so...
1: well I think here in the States, it was just not... Obviously it was more popular. obscure,
3: clear, clearly. Yeah,
1: right. but then shows that were more wholesome in that way were not as popular. Still, you know, um, like the Get Along Gang. Not too, too many people. That talk was another about thing Get I a thought gang. of while I was oh, watching oh, okay, this. Oh, okay. Which great theme song, by the way, great theme song. But you know, like I think they talk about Smurfs, and that's about it. Yeah. You
0: yeah. Know? Okay. Smurfs. That's a good. Uh, that's a but good example. then you example. go like,
1: oh, but there's also Snorks and there's also you know there, you can kind of go down the road of uh, these whole. I was a
2: bigger Snorks kid than a Smurfs kid. Snorks. Yeah. Snorks. Definitely.
1: But then Smir- <laughs> Smurfs was like religion for people. Yeah. You
4: know, if, if everybody was into Smurfs. Smurfs was back global, and like kind of so. the
0: goddamn communist yeah, message that they
2: James, you you have a kid, right? Um,
3: uh, yeah, shoot? I got two kids.
2: Would you show them uh, the raccoons, or have you shown them the raccoons? Uh, I haven't shown them. Are they too far them. gone
3: at this point? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: like, I try to show them um, like movies from my childhood, uh, like cartoons and stuff. And I kid you not, my oldest daughter said um, the last time I tried to show her one, she's like, "Is this one of those flat movies?"
0: <laughs> I'm like flat, You're like yeah, like the artwork
3: is flat. I'm oh like, man, ouch! I'm, like, I'm too old, I guess. Oh, oh.
1: is this one of those flat earther movies? Yeah. <laughs>
3: um. So oh. <laughs> I I've learned that like if I want them to watch something, I just have to while they're playing Roblox or Minecraft or something, I have to just put it on and then. I'll catch them watching and then eventually they'll come over and they'll watch it. So that's kind of how I got them to watch like the Goonies and hook and stuff like that. So (laughs) it's all just tell
1: them you're like, guys, this is this is where it started. If it wasn't for these shows, we wouldn't have your Roblox and your (laughs) Minecraft and your, skibbity D or whatever i know
3: shows. but they don't care oh They're, when you put it that I way know. we should never have had those shows
2: don't give up yeah. don't give up let's go back in time but james is that when you don't discovered that oh wait i need to show them peter pan first because we oh, yeah. have no point of reference on this.
3: <laughs> well that's the fun that's the funny thing right like i because uh, you were watching hook with them and they, I, yeah, they didn't I, know who the character were i watched were. hook and they had no frame of reference of <laughs> like, what, what the, the hell was going sense? on right and i'm like oh okay so he's peter pan and they're like peter pan You're like, like what the no fuck idea no idea I mean, that's, how, that's that. like <laughs> yeah. when i'm watching ahsoka
2: yeah, <laughs> <And> you're like, <laughs> you're like, Who you're is like Ezra. What the hell is what the Who hell are is Ezra?
4: Who are these people? <laughs> well, I
2: had I kind of had that experience when I was showing my nephew. Uh, he's eight. I showed him Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know uh, the first one, um, Indiana Jones. And you know halfway through the movie, he's like just sitting there. He's like. You know, he says something like, why is this guy so happily killing people? And he's so happy (laughs) doing it. And I was like, oh. I was like, you don't know anything about Nazis, so I I don't want to, like, get all into that with you. I was just like, just know that these are the worst people that have ever existed. But, like, he had no point of reference to that, you know, to it. And to him... To literally to him, it was just a b- all bunch of white people killing white people. And he was like, "I don't and know then, what the fuck this is," you know. And I'm like, "But oh. also in the
0: '80s, in movies, we just killed people because yeah. it was fun." And, and it yeah. was,
2: but he was more thrown off. But he was like, "Why is he so happy doing it?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, Indiana Jones is a monster." And then Corey said,
1: "Hold on, let me go get my double uh, cassette version of Schindler's List and put it in the VCR." <laughs> yeah. Let me give you some you perspective. Now here eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy.
3: Yeah, yeah but. We'll like with my kids like i i'm working up hopefully to the point where i can show them like the great mouse detective which is like a dark movie where you know they straight up kill a mouse in yeah. that radigan <laughs> so oh yeah i mean I think that movie's awesome, but uh, Secret I'm, of Super Nano, yeah. Down? Yeah. I mean, don't Water, all the
0: Jesus, Water <laughs> Down. <laughs> don't Isn't all
2: that, those... that was the animated one, right? With the, it uh, is, yeah. but
0: that is yeah. so dark. Yeah. Is dark. <laughs> and,
2: and of course, the end game is always heavy metal. That's where
4: you're trying to get to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Corey's like, when are you going to show him Fritz, Fritz the Cat? The
4: cat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't all the Disney movies kill their villains in the end of the movies, anyways, though? Like, always. Yeah. Always. It's, like, it's not that that big of a shock i
1: mean and Diallo, Bodie, like he's like D- disney kills they kill someone off in every single every, movie yeah, every either single a movie. mom or a dad and then the villain yeah right?
2: yeah <laughs> i remember the Her- hercules uh, no the the uh, tarzan one but they finally kill the guy at the end. You get, like, in the, the lightning strikes, and you can see the shadow. Yeah, the yeah, I was like, Christ. I was like, good lord. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little mermaid,
4: Ursula, gets Hell stabbed, yeah. like, through her yeah. chest. and Yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. They, they go down um, some brutal
3: ways.
2: So how how did uh, how did this... Uh, you know We'll start with the uh, action action boys. How did this one hold up now, watching it now?
3: Yeah, I mean, to me, it, it's kind of this nostalgia thing, right? Like, I... I wouldn't necessarily go back and, like, watch all of them, but uh, if I come across it or I hear that killer song, um, then I'll... D- like, I was listening to it on the way here, so um, <laughs> it's it definitely brings back memories, so...
2: <laughs> James uh, getting pumped up for the show. Yeah, yeah, that.
3: exactly, right? That and the Lilith <laughs> <Louis laughs> Hobo song, so... <laughs> I'm oh, sure. Man. I'm sure people, if they heard me while I was driving, would be like, "What the fuck's with this guy?
0: What kind of what kind of metal is that guy listening to? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Is that Nickelback? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, for me, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if it held up as well as Littlest Hobo because I feel like that just has a broader appeal. But uh, I still enjoyed watching it again. Again, like the music is flawless. Um, it's a fun show. It's goofy. Um, I think yeah it's one of those ones that i'll every once in a while i could throw an episode on and enjoy it uh my wife is probably binging gonna binge the whole thing now but yeah it's not one that i'd probably like james was saying i probably wouldn't sit down and watch a whole season of it or anything but it's a nice one to check back in with now and then
2: dustin Uh, did your episode have um any other like song interludes uh in the middle of it like this one did
0: not that I recall. No, this one, the one I watched was uh, about them playing baseball and uh, Bert and uh, Cedric Sneer uh, both wanted to be drafted onto this baseball team. And so they ended up kind of competing against each other. Cyril was helping Cedric cheat and get, you know, so he'd be really good to get on the team and stuff. Um, I
3: love that Cyril smokes, too. Like, yeah, he's got I, a cigar. He's always it. chomping right. on a cigar, <laughs> Cyril.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, in terms of the the overarching plot, it is about what you've read at the beginning, but random episodes, they'll just do other stuff and not really focus on that sort of main theme about the environment and stuff, but yeah, no, I think it's a fun show, and it's a good show for, I think it's a good show for kids easily. You could show a kid this and if they're not like james's kids and they hate flat <laughs> cartoons they'd probably flat enjoy cartoons.
1: it. <laughs> flat cartoons
2: <laughs> those fucking flat cartoons dad <laughs> nerd a loser
3: uh, loser. <laughs> loser
2: uh diallo what'd you think of this one
4: buddy i like i said it was like my memory of it was like a fever dream and then watching i watched two episodes actually because i watched the first episode and then I was like, I need to watch another one because I don't I still don't understand what's going on here. So I just think my <laughs> brain is not for whatever reason, my brain isn't built to process this cartoon. There's just there was like a lot of stuff going on. There was like there's like pigs. There's like three little pigs. Yeah, the pigs, yeah, there's yeah. like three pigs. sheepdog. There's like the and like now I know that they're aardvarks, but I always thought that they were aliens. I were I have this memory <laughs> of like yeah, I can see that. It. No, I it's this, yeah,
0: it's true. They don't look like aardvarks. Yeah.
4: Especially yeah. the
2: girl. She looks almost human except for the nose. Yeah,
4: yeah. She has the hair and then yeah, and then there was the there's the raccoons and then there was like the sheepdog had like a sheepdog son or kid or something on one episode. And I just I didn't I didn't know what was going on. But I mean, come on. <laughs> so, what's,
0: what is what is Goofy? <laughs>
4: I mean, yeah, but at least there was like one yeah. Goofy. Like this, there's <laughs> like there's all these things going Multiple, on. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, my memory was like. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought that they they were it was like a series of movies and each time they were like in a different scenario or something. I don't know. Um, So anyways, that's why I watched a couple episodes because I was like, let me figure out what this is. And uh, so it didn't really didn't really hit with me. But I also like can see time and place. Um, It was probably very popular um, with people. And, you know, that's that.
2: No, Diallo, I'm kind of with you. I'm always thrown off on these sh- like any kind of worlds where Goofy versus Pluto. Like, why some animals have sentience and then some <laughs> animals can't talk? Like, what happened yeah, there? Type yeah. of thing, you know.
4: Well, this one was because it was like it's in the forest, and this this is that this was that was what was throwing me all off. It Was like, okay, I okay, I get you're in the forest and you've got raccoons, I get it, it's called raccoons, but then You're it's like, like- I got the
2: premise right there, right. the title.
4: But then it's like, but then you have, like, you have pigs in the forest. The and then,
0: raccoons then, and the aardvarks and the pigs yes, and the, the artvarks, And then I was like, <laughs> right. are, are
4: aardvarks, a, like where do the aardvarks live? I don't know, do they live in- You're the like, the what desert? is an aardvark? Yeah, do they, don't they live in Africa? Like, I don't I don't know, and then, yeah, and then the sheepdog, and I'm just like, it was just, it's just chaos, and I was trying to, I, <laughs> I couldn't figure out- like, chaos reigns. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out, like, what was going on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Zach, buddy, what'd you think of that? <laughs>
1: I mean, the, the theme song alone yeah. does me in, but the, the animation is, is, is wonky, it's silly. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me a little, there was... um movie in the 70s called the phantom tollbooth which mm-hmm. oh, if you've never yeah. seen it, you should check it out it's very cool it's awesome uh, it's based on a book it's a great book um actually one of the best like children's books to read and the animated film it, it's uh mel blank does all the voices of all the characters pretty much and um butch patrick from what is it the Munsters, the Munsters. I think yeah eddie Munster. yeah i th- i think he's in that uh, it it be, came out before the Page Master with Macaulay Culkin, so it's got oh. you know th- they bit a little bit off Phantom Tollbooth. Phantom Tollbooth is like a fever dream. It's a it's about a kid who. It, it, actually, it's a great sh- movie to show kids and to explain why learning is cool. You know why learning stuff is cool, but uh but there's like a bug in that that doesn't look like a bug. There's a bee that really doesn't <laughs> look like a bee. You know, and the aardvark doesn't look like an aardvark and the raccoons, but whatever. He's got the nose. He's got the penis nose. So he's he's good <laughs> rocking that. Um, It's fun. It's silly. If you, you know, these are the shows where, like, you don't have to make sense of it. We spend way too much time trying to pick apart these things and, and let it just be, you know, it, it's silly. Raccoons is a silly show with a kick-ass song. And, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever... Like outside of Kid Video, there's not too many shows that I can think of. And Spartacus, Spartacus has a great theme song too. That um, it, it gets a win for me in my book. Yeah. Will I watch it more more than once? No. But will I watch the car, the theme song or listen to that? Yes, multiple times. It's,
2: it's like you know Bo- the Boogie Nights. It's like it's a real song, Jack. You know, like it's a real. <laughs> it's a real. Song. <laughs> you
1: gotta, we got to take these songs, and look, you it, it's an MP. Not a YP. Well, no. Well, so <laughs> it's a YP, not an MP. Like Littlest Hobo, it was a
2: great song, but it was such. It was a very much a theme song. It set it up, it, you know yeah, that yeah, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Whereas this, this is was like again
2: a song. I was this like, this is a pop song. And I was like, this is, and not, and on top of it, it's really damn good too. I was like, wow. So Dustin, I'm glad that you, you know, on the the thread, you reiterated make sure you you listen to the outro theme song and everything because <laughs> yeah, it was it was worth it.
0: Yeah, I, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I, you know, you're, I'm just thinking of it like, oh, yeah, it's the raccoons. You watch the raccoons, you're going to have that raccoon experience. Well, oh, no, wait a second. I got to tell these guys, like, you need to listen to the, make sure you listen to the song because it's at the end of the show rather than at the, the beginning, so. Speaking of songs
1: I... or, or openings... Dude. You can't do that on television. Dude, Spe- <laughs> speaking
2: of me sitting there and getting just blasted with nostalgia in my face
1: because I-, I can see it it's still on your face. It's all you over get a, over my was face. it all green? I grew up. Was it <laughs> I green? Grew me? Me? <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, let's get into. You can't do that on television. <laughs> hey, everybody. Corey here. I just want to let you know that we'll be right back after these short
4: messages. Hey everybody, I'm Tim and I'm Dean and we're the hosts of talking back. We're a retro based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out
2: every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative.
4: Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.
1: Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s,
0: and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a Surge, and walk like an Egyptian to
1: your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. And now,
2: back to the show. You Can't Do That on Television is a Canadian sketch comedy series that first aired locally in 1979 before airing in the U.S. in 1981. It featured teenage actors in a sketch comedy format similar to that of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Each episode had a specific theme relating to the pop culture of the time. During the original U.S. run, the show was seen on Nickelodeon, achieved high ratings and is most famous for introducing the network's iconic green slime. The show was also notable for launching the careers of many performers, including Alanis Morissette. The show was produced and aired on Ottawa's CTV station, CJOH, uh, initially a local program. From the third season on, it was marketed specifically for a North American wide audience. Now, I'm going to kick this one off, guys, because... (laughs) Boy, oh boy, was this a part of my childhood. Like I said, uh, I would watch this Danger Mouse at my dad, at my grandpa's house um, on Nickelodeon. And as I'm watching uh, the, you know, the chunk that we all had, I picked the one that was 1983. um, And I think that episode was uh, entitled Media. But as I'm watching it, I am just sitting there getting flooded by memories that I hadn't, you know, thought of in almost 40 years, you know, between the the locker room bit and the yeah. uh, and the uh, uh, barf, you know, the 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 cook and the the captain who's always putting the kid in front of the firing squad, but then the kid always talks the captain into getting shot. I mean, all of it. I remember all of it. The main girl, Moose, and whatnot. Holy effing shit. Did I watch? You can't do that on television. So much as a kid, but uh, action, action, boys! James and Dustin, uh, who who brought this one by the way to the table?
0: This one was mine. Okay, uh, this will be this will be interesting to talk about because James had never seen this show. Oh, okay. Before wow. before we, I wow. uh, yeah, never even heard of it. Never heard of it. So... <laughs> and James
2: is like, and I'm dumber now for having seen it. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this was. Uh, I I mean, I, the funny thing is, okay, so it was a Canadian show. Nick like you said Nickelodeon picked it up Uh, I don't think we actually Got it wide though in Canada Until after it was on Nickelodeon and then it Came to us on YTV which Was a channel we had Nickelodeon wasn't Available in Canada until I don't know probably I Was late teens or Something like that early Even early 20s it wasn't Something you could get Here so yeah so I the Funny thing is even Though it was a Canadian Show I probably didn't Even see it until after You Corey (laughs) Um and again, it was a thing where I didn't know it was Canadian or not Canadian or whatever. It was just a show on TV that we thought was hilarious at the time. The height of comedy, you know, fart jokes, barf jokes, yes. all that kind of stuff. And It knew its people, audience well. Kids, yes, kids getting slime dropped on their heads. Uh, isn't there a water bit too? Yep, I would if say they water, said water, water they'd the get water. water and if they said, the I words. don't
2: know, you'd get the slime. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they did a mud bit in the episode that I watched too, so okay so they really
0: spread it around I mean the slime
2: was probably the most famous but I as I was watching it I did remember the water bit and I was like okay I didn't know that they I didn't know that they branched out into any more than that
0: yeah there's a lot of fluid going on yeah lots of fluids (laughs) Uh, yeah so I mean uh, we'll get into it all that stuff but like out of the three of them probably held up the least for me in terms of the comedy because this is very specific nine year old kind of comedy but uh (laughs) Uh, Nine-year-old f- from an 80s perspective, yeah, too. It's still, still fun to, to go back and revisit it. And yeah, the, like you're saying, Corey, the locker bit, barfs burgers, blips arcade, all this stuff uh, brings back a lot of memories for sure. Uh, interested to hear what James thought about <laughs> this, though, because he had never seen it.
3: Uh, well, yeah, never seen it, never heard of it. I, I don't even know how I would even watch it unless... One of the houses we rented, they forgot to disconnect the cable and then we would watch, you know, YTV or something. Um, That was always fun because when eventually they would cut the cable, we'd go like, Dad, they cut the cable. Oh, we weren't paying for it anyway. So, Uh, but uh, yeah, never seen it. It kind of reminded me, which is not a similar show at all, which is uh, another Canadian show, Street Sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that show? Yeah, I get. I could see that. Uh, and um, just
0: the kids presenting stuff, kind of. It, thing.
3: it was more of like a like a consumer, like we're going to test out products, uh, and they had like a bunch of different bits, right? Like fit for the pit and stuff like that. <laughs> right. And, um, but yeah, I mean not my cup of tea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotta have the nostalgia to actually yeah. uh go with
1: yeah. it uh, yeah. so, you know you just triggered in me really quickly you know you with this kid sense show you're talking about uh elijah cooper or whatever her name is yeah. from the girl next
0: door she from used to canadian, be on Canadian Canadian
1: canadian gal yeah she was on a show called popular mechanics for kids oh you know? yeah and, oh and i'm like who's this? <laughs> you know? Who and then I see her, the this? girl next door. I'm like, that's the popular mechanics girl. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh, oh gosh.
2: <laughs> but oh my. The premise, oh, the premise of the show is so simple that you would think you would have seen it. We would have seen it since a uh, sketch comedy, but with kids. It, that's a pretty simple setup.
0: I mean, didn't Nickelodeon follow it up? They had like all that and, and stuff like that. You don't remember all that? No. It had like Keenan yeah, T- Thompson yeah. and, and I think that's that, similar. They, that was similar. It was like an SNL except kids mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, um, which is good where Burger. the good the good yeah, the Good Burger came out of that. Yeah. Oh
2: uh, see and, that's and there was a, that's the thing I've 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 heard of Good Burger, but I never knew where it was from. And he, he's Keenan, you know, he's on S N L now and everything. I'm just, oh, it's Good Burger. That was I didn't I missed all of that.
1: That's a probably yeah, the guy who <laughs> produced all those shows, who was the oh, dude yeah, in Better oh. Off Dead and and, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Head of the Class. Oh, he's been canceled. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, oh. And also, there was a show in, in the, I think it aired on NBC. It only, I think only the pilot aired, and you can catch it now on YouTube. It's called The Best of Times. It's where Nick Cage and Crispin Glover first got their start. Uh, Jill Schollen is in it, Jill oh, Schollen huh. from The Stepfather. But it's a collection of skits and vignettes Similar to this, a little bit more like heartfelt. This is just straight like this is as raunchy as you can get for a kids show for for kids. You know, there's some
0: yeah, this is racy like, stuff. This is like Mad Magazine, garbage pale totally. kids level kind of humor, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's rad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Diallo, did you watch this one growing up? Uh, but I I so we didn't have cable at my house, so I, the only time I got to watch it was when I was. Uh, Went up to my grandparents' house. Um, I always looked forward to. I mean, I looked forward to going to my grandparents' house because we got to do all the fun stuff, like have sugar cereal, and my grandparents had <laughs> cable, so then I could yeah. watch like all this stuff that like was outside of my realm of normally getting to see stuff. But that was one of the ones that I would love to see, but I didn't get to watch it frequently enough to have like very strong memories about. But I knew what it was about it, like the slime and the water and all that stuff. Uh, I remember. The uh, when I was watching the episode, I watched some of the characters were coming back to me, like the uh, the older guys and um, the Moose character, and uh, yeah, Moose yeah. and
0: Alistair were kind of your mainstays yeah, in, in the early yeah. episodes.
4: So I, right? yeah, so I don't have like a sh- super strong like nostalgia about it, but I, it was something that I do remember watching from time to time. So, Zach.
1: Like you, Corey, I grew up on this show and it flooded me back with emotions watching it again. Uh, the intro I, I realized reminded me so much of Monty Python and the Flying Circus <laughs> intro. yeah, and I'm like I forgot that they go into like a meat grinder and it's so gross. It's really <laughs> gross. like it, it this show i I remember it being gross back then. And kind of grossed out by the guy who plays barf. He's like the one guy. (laughs) Yeah, he's like every, every every adult
0: character almost. Right?
1: And, but I've, I remember, I'm like, man, he used to kind of creep me out in a way at times. Yeah, me too. Uh, and, and Moose, like, the the, la- the level of ugly jokes, they throw at Moose. And, like, she's this dog. They call her a dog at once, <laughs> once. And I'm like, I remember, damn. I she- totally had a crush on Moose when <laughs> so I was a kid. Did I. I, was I, like, did
2: she's cute. Cute. I had a crush on her, too. Yes. She's not uh, unattractive. No. Like it's, you no. know, what? it's because she wasn't blonde.
0: It was, she had, oh, yeah. she was a brunette. A curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, we've had Diane Franklin on the show and she talked about how <clears throat> Diane Franklin of uh, better off dead and last American virgin brunettes with curly hair. That was like a novelty. That wasn't like the thing, you know? And then the and the one I watched was the cosmetic episode or I think it was called cosmetics. Um, I remember it being, like, so heavy on, like, little commercial vignettes. There was there was a commercial for uh, peanut butter deodorant <laughs> or something. And, it like, peanut butter perfume and, like, rubbing peanut butter all over your body. It was very risque. <laughs> this was a risque show. I mean, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I
0: don't think they'd get away with now. No,
1: they like- cannot get away with it now. And to think that this was the show that introduced slime to Nickelodeon in the first place. Yeah. And it doesn't get a shout-out on a regular basis. It makes me sad because I feel like it deserves the credit, you know, of of, of getting that shout out. Um, well, I mean, even when I, I – anytime
2: for- I hear the word Nickelodeon, like, the, the, it's the first thing I think of. This and Danger Mouse me- are the two things that I think of. But, like, yeah. you know, like, like SNL, I know people are like, oh, the new seasons suck or whatever. It doesn't matter. They have a rotating cast of writers. It can always exist. Like, I'm surprised that Nickelodeon just didn't keep this show – constantly evolving and going and, and turn yeah. it into like the backbone of their entire sort of, you know, franchise while
1: well, they were competing with Mickey mouse club, which was doing like wholesome jokes right. and cute jokes. And, and this was like the raunchy,
0: like th- you said, the mad magazine. You think that'd be you know? the appeal for a lot of kids though, right? Like I don't, I'm not into the Mickey mouse club. I want to see, i want some trashy stuff you know like like Look, i was a kid collecting I, I garbage pale cracked. Kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cracked love, mad
1: I, yeah uh, yeah like i feel like the, there's an audience for that the garbage pale kid movie sucked and they na- <laughs> didn't they didn't capitalize on that you could have easily done this i i want to say one more thing really quick i love the intros where they were like the incredible hulk will not be seen tonight <laughs> and, and instead yeah, yeah. you know like the bumpers or whatever yeah. Yeah. so funny so and like smart I'll leave it at that.
2: I was kind of impressed with how quick some of the, the sketches were and then they boom, 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 and then just go right onto the next one. And it almost felt more refreshing than SNL where you see these sketches kind of, so many of them just peter out and, and stuff like that. I don't, but this, it was just boom, next one, boom, next one. I was like, it's, I, I just, there was something about the editing and the pacing of it, which is probably, you know, what appeals to me as a kid, you know? And then like this, like, yeah. Risqué, danger, like everything's kind of gross about it, but that's that's perfect. Like, that's it's, it's. Yeah. I don't understand why this didn't always exist to always be a counterbalance to the Mickey Mouse Club. You know, like it, this should yeah. always be around. I think you can still make crass humor. I'm sure the firing squad bit probably can't last, <laughs> but like you can still make <laughs> crass humor. And in, in 2023 for kids, you just got to do it differently. You know, I just, I feel like that there would be a place for this now.
1: I feel like Warner brothers, you know how Warner brothers was the Bugs Bunny was the, the bad boy alternative to Mickey mouse. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He, they were Warner brothers. Cartoons are way more risque, way more violent, way more for intense. Sure. And, and what, that's why I loved him. I love seeing Daffy duck was my, yeah. my jam because it was like such a interesting character. This is that that this is what that is, uh, but then Warner Brothers like they caved sort of, you know, they kind he of always, had to give in to more friendly, you know. Then they just put it all on the anim- animaniacs shoulders and like you do, you guys <laughs> do the crazy stuff. Yeah. and you know, J- James, Pugs what are you gonna say, buddy?
3: Uh, I was gonna say like, I just don't know if it could survive nowadays doing something like that because all it takes is one joke to go the wrong way and then all of a sudden the network's going to drop them because you know they got to be holding to their shareholders here so (laughs) right right so it's it's too bad um it's kind of like when disney was like potentially going to go bankrupt they made some like amazing movies because they just like went yeah just go for it yeah go for it right so you don't really see that very much anymore which is too bad
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they get once you get so big and have so many shareholders, everything just gets homogenized.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. uh, Corey, like where you were kind of saying how like uh, SNL can continue, I think I actually think SNL is like the outlier because there have been plenty of comedy shows not SNL in that whole time that they've been on that have come and gone. That moment might have been more popular, but they all kind of fizzle in living color, mad TV. Um, For for like, even like you were, you guys brought up uh, the Mickey mouse club that that came and went too like, it comes and goes. So I think that like this show just kind of had its time and then it just uh, kind of moved on. And I don't, um, I do. I. I don't. I've never watched like the Kids Choice Awards or whatever they are with like the Nickelodeon. But don't they always like drop slime on yeah. people's heads? Yeah. Yeah. So, they still do that. Yeah, but I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's triggered by a word or if that's just a part of getting your reward or something like that. But I think that still happens. So at least, at least there's that when it comes Could've to been. like acknowledging the. Show? Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. I guess that's an acknowledgement of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Did th-
3: the NFL have like at the Slime Zone like touchdown? Oh, I don't. Remember they that. did. Yeah, they
1: did for a minute. Yeah, and 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 I was thinking too. Like there weren't uh, there were other sketch comedy kid shows at this time. Like uh, Out of Control with Dave Coulier was a sketch oh, comedy yeah. show. I have that, a vague but it of that. aired like right after. You can't do that on television. Is that when he met was one of the more Alanis? More hmm. I, i'm sure maybe. probably yeah he was like hey cut it out and then she's like okay <laughs> on my was she dick in, she and your, your guys'
0: episodes that you watched alanis she was in ours no, no. Mine.
2: was she uh was she like a regular player on it dustin
0: yeah i think a little bit later like um like moose and alistair were kind of the main kids on the early show and then they after, after a few seasons they kind of you know, disappeared and then they brought in new kind of younger kids and Alanis was one of the main stays uh, later on. So actually the episode I watched for this, I watched the one that was called Enemies and it was all about like, being paranoid and <laughs> having enemies, there's a whole there's a whole thing about like Russia. Russia had a version of the same show that they were uh, competing wow. with and all this <laughs> stuff. Nice, uh, like some Cold War stuff. That's great. Um, yeah, and so she was uh, one of the main kids on the on the one I watched, which I don't actually remember her, you know, from when I was a kid watching it. So I think I must have fallen off too after Alistair and Moose and those guys went away. Yeah, because all um,
2: I remember is Moose, and, and honestly, all the the, ki- the boys just sort of blend into one for me she's the one that stands out the most for me Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) she was definitely like the main kid for sure yeah yeah uh but they're
1: also the sorry go ahead
0: oh no i was just gonna say it is interesting looking back at it and like like you guys are saying like Corey, you associate nickelodeon with this show but i think most kids from probably around our age groups would think of like ren and stimpy and like um, what was that monster cartoon and Rugrats and all that shit, right? Like that came just a little bit after this was,
2: yeah. And that was, yeah, uh, age wise, I was, I watched Ren and Stimpy, but I never watched Rugrats or any of Same. the younger animated shows on, on mm-hmm. Nickelodeon.
0: Doug, what was that one? Yeah. Doug, yeah. yeah. Rocco. what about Rocco's modern life that one was pretty I, good. I missed I, yeah. literally Ren
2: & Stimpy was the only one I watched and I don't and, and that was a Nickelodeon show I
0: think it yeah. was yeah that was it when was. they
4: went like more adultish or something they they it went a little crazy uh Ren well, yeah, like, & Stimpy that was, was gross too yeah <laughs> that was like early that was like super early 90s like 1991 when uh, Ren & Stimpy dropped on yeah. uh Nickelodeon oh.
2: Yeah, Mister Horse. Mm, no, sir. I don't like it. And then Powder <laughs> yeah. Toast Man and Log. I mean, again, Lodge. that shit it's was Lodge. my childhood.
1: <laughs> yeah, John Kirk Feluci. Then he did a he did a superhero show. Um, I forget the name of it oh, now, but shit. I have the Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, it lasted for like maybe ten episodes or something. It's really that. funny. Something Friends. Um, it's a really weird name, but you know that that was on like uh, CBS actually for a minute. Uh, I think it was. But this show brought back, like reminded me of what I know I will never see again. And we talk about it all the time on podcasting after dark, especially when we're breaking down movies, like the realness of kids that you just don't get anymore. You just don't get that level of realism with kid actors where where you see their pimples. You see, you know, uh, the awkwardness that, that like the realness of them, you just don't get that anymore. And I'm watching these kids, and you know, again, yeah, the humor is hilarious. the The one I watched, the the makeup one, the. <laughs> The mom the, the, the one character's mom is like, every little girl wants to put on makeup to look like a yeah, to look like a tramp. And I'm just like, Holy <laughs> shit. Nice. <She's> kinda right. <laughs> like, you don't say that to a kid. But I m but I miss like the that look of kids, you know? And and something I love about the eighties is like that was the 80s and early 90s, the last decades of of kids looking like kids and not looking polished and yeah, unpolished, kind of raw. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, You're I raw. I was especially <laughs> floored
2: when when barf, like you know, of course I, I remember barf. I mean, I could
0: have I, I, I,
2: I could have told you that from like day one. Like, yeah, barf that guy, but. I forgot his catchphrase until he started saying it. Duh, I heard that, and I was like, "Oh yes. my god!" Oh, like seriously, I'm just—I'm literally like twitching as I'm like everything is flooding back to me. Dude,
1: Corey, Corey. So when he did that, it reminded me of why he freaked me out as a kid. He's a horror character in a kid's yes. movie. Yes,
2: I, and I feel like I feel like we've seen Freddy. Like, do a barf, like, sort of impersonation or something. But I know what you mean. He is terrifying, and he's making all these kids lunches and everything, and there's always, like, boogers or stuff in there. And I'm like,
0: fingers. and, And even
2: as a kid, I was like, well, just go somewhere else. Like, why yeah. are you staying yeah. here? This
0: is the one place the kids can go <laughs> in town. This <laughs> is I mean. not the Peach Pit. This yeah. is yeah. not Rad Nat. Yeah, you know? But nat
2: like, learn, but man. like the, 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 no. the cafeteria, the barf thing, like, I remember that. But then as I'm watching it, the locker thing, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I loved the lockers as a kid. And then, like I said, the the firing squad captain and how they always kind of <laughs> dupe them. I was like, holy
1: fucking I, firing squad. I was like, holy
2: shit. And then at the same time, <laughs> I'm like, kid Man, is that about is to be
1: dark. Executed is dark. Every episode. <laughs> or there was always a kid in a dungeon. Yeah, right. There's a dungeon yeah. The... bit. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's supposed to be like summer camp or, or something like that. But it's, <laughs> all of it. I fuck, and even the, like that weird. Dome main stage that they're on. I love
0: it. Yeah, I that, love it. That the geodesic dome. Yep. A lot of memories. Yeah, so
2: All of that shit.
1: I mean, I mean, the show title is you can't do that on television. It's telling the audience already we're gonna do stuff you're not supposed to do.
0: Yeah, and no, the funny thing that's is, is, pretty I, fucking I don't, awesome. I don't remember controversy surrounding the show, but I guess there was a little, and there was some channels that didn't want to air it, like. You know, certain affiliates didn't want to show it and stuff like that. So they didn't. They showed other things instead. Um, But yeah, I guess it makes sense now looking back at it. I mean, it's the same thing as a kid when I was collecting like garbage pail cards kids cards and i thought this is the greatest thing ever and my parents would find them and burn them and make me burn them in the fireplace so i do like oh yeah they were like this shows kids being mutilated and stuff you have to we can't have this Uh, and so (laughs) i'd I'd have to i'd have to to secretly buy them and like hide them and stuff and i'd always get (laughs) end, end up getting caught eventually with my stack of
1: I just picture a young Dustin being forced like looking at a fire with his cards <laughs> oh and God. they're like, throw it in and he's throwing in like but Bark this one Barf is or whatever. Dustin! <laughs> this is yeah. Dustin yeah. Dustin. And they're like, Do it, do it, do it and the tear single tear comes down his eye. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much that's pretty much how it went. <laughs>
2: It's like we look at it from our perspective, which is we were kids and we were like we we even knew that this is harmless. We're like this is harmless, but yeah, our parents man. were living through that satanic panic of of the mid and early eighties and everything. Like you just, I mean, man,
0: Hyper kind of got to go back about and, certain things. But meanwhile, yeah, go play in the woods for eight hours. I, yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> it,
1: and I, you know, go step on a yeah, nail. It's bye. no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Just to say, don't talk to strangers. Dungeons but good and luck. Dragons? Are you kidding me?
4: the <laughs> uh, 80s were wild. Right? <laughs>
1: this, is, this is the show that you would use to describe how wild the 80s were. This is the show you'd show. I mean, it's a <laughs> pretty says, how good
2: cross reference, you know, uh, of it. James did did nothing of it pop pop for you at
0: all. Nothing.
2: James like fuck that show.
0: No. I didn't even think of it till after when I was watching it last night. I was like. Oh, James, James is not going to enjoy this. (laughs) I didn't think about it when I chose it, (laughs) but
3: no, I mean, I like, I can see how it would have had an appeal for a young Dustin. Um, (laughs) But uh, what did it
2: appeal to a young James if he had caught it on TV? Um, uh, probably
3: not he's like no i'm way more
0: sophisticated <laughs> no. than that i was <laughs> watching hey dude <laughs> yeah,
3: i'm into all that wholesome shit right so i
1: was watching highway to heaven with my grandma yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah little, touched, by an angel. touched by an
1: angel
4: Touched yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by an angel i used to watch those by myself <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with no judgment here i yeah, watched highway to heaven too. highway to heaven was a banger man yeah, dude. <laughs> i'm not Love saying it's
1: not it's it's the opposite of this show
4: <laughs> but but this is not
2: up
3: James's alley at all uh not really. I mean, yeah, I don't know i you like
0: the at least you like the concept of a sketch comedy show with kids.
3: I like is, that concept, but like i didn't like you have to understand in my house, like we watched the sketch comedy show that we watched we we didn't watch s n l we watched uh the air Farce oh yeah
0: the royal okay so you think a there was a show we had in canada called the royal canadian air farce that was like snl except very canadian humor like yeah. very canadian yeah
3: i mean you watch it now and it's like this show sucks <laughs> like <laughs> not funny at all but um i remember watching that all the time because like my dad liked watching that <laughs> and did uh, you watch
1: uh, SCTV? did you watch that
3: no
0: see that was the other one i had considered bringing to the to this show this episode was sctv did did you guys get sctv down there oh yeah Yeah. okay i didn't i I wasn't sure uh and you know that was more on par with snl like that kind of thing johnson john candy and rick moranis all those guys but uh, this is all kids shows though this is perfect yeah we're doing kids shows it was on it was on brand here so
1: And before anyone else, like because I'm I'm Diallo, I'm sure someone's gonna be like, "You're mentioning kids shows? You didn't talk about Kids Incorporated." We'll talk about Kids Incorporated down the road. We'll get to that. That's a sketch comedy show as well with music, and that's closer to Disney's uh, Mickey Mouse Club.
4: Yeah, I wouldn't call that sketch comedy. That's more like, I don't know, Star Search. No, it was like I know it was like they had they had it was like a sick kind of like a sitcom with covers of popular songs it's like a musical true yeah i guess that's closer
1: to mickey mouse club though variety show yeah (laughs) mickey mouse club
4: yeah mickey mouse club was more of like they did sketch stuff and they did musical numbers and that kind of stuff so britney spears and christina aguilera
2: oh did they come out of that one
4: yeah yeah okay
0: brian gosling brian
2: gosling Gosling. yeah. yeah
4: yeah
0: Okay. There's our Canadian boy right there. Yeah. <laughs> We're invading there the tendrils, you know, they're He's seeping can, into everything.
4: He is knuff. <laughs> He's knuff. Well, okay but you know, before we okay wrap everything
2: that. up, did did you you guys, you mentioned it, you guys got like Transformers, He-Man, and and all that kind of stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I mean we got most of the main things. Like, I think there's stuff that I've discovered later as an adult that I was like, oh, why didn't we have that? And I probably just because we didn't have the population to support as many it's like you guys have like eighty-seven thousand brands of sweet cereal and we have like you know 400 or something because (laughs) we don't have the population to support all this stuff so we didn't get all the same shows but all the major ones we would get for sure
3: i mean i didn't really grow up watching necessarily the meat like i watched gi joe but uh, like I didn't really. We watched Transformers, but we watched a lot of uh, Gobots. Go Gobots. <laughs> go yeah. Zach. Zach's um, losing
4: his mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> and also oh, oh,
3: Gobots. <laughs> also, we watched um, Cops. Yes. Oh yeah, Cops, yes. Cops and Crooks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like, you know, kind of off-brand stuff. What of. Maybe is Cops the- was an off-brand.
0: What is GoBots
4: Street being sharks. more popular in uh, in Canada? Like I don't know if that's true. I don't think GoBots
0: was more popular. It was just more popular at James's. <laughs> yeah, at, at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You're I liked GoBots Burberry too. Kid.
3: But that's like I never that. watched Power Rangers. I watched VR Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> You're like no, no, fuck this Power Rangers yeah, stuff. Fuck bring those me guys. the Bring me the VR <laughs> Well,
2: Wasn't uh, Diala? Wasn't um, Reboot? Wasn't that a Canadian production?
0: That's Canadian. yeah. Reboot. We have right? a
4: mainframe. Yeah, 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 yeah. In
1: America, it's called Rebot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Reboot. Sorry. It's kind of like I would a, believe Rebout, It's Rebout. kind Rebout. of like a
3: messed up <laughs> <Rebout>. graphics.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like the one of the first like. It was the very shows. Fir- yeah, very yeah. first
4: uh, animated.
0: I, I honestly I remember it when it came out and I was like this is hideous I can't look at this <laughs> <laughs> I, it, this isn't
2: flat at all I can't watch this this isn't flat, flat at all,
4: all. Yeah, this <laughs> is trash. Yeah. so to say wow. I was like I love that show but that. I mean that's it. never been done before like, so yeah, it was, it was fine for me. And there was but... like
0: uh, the Beast War Transformers Beast Wars. Oh, yeah, I, Beast I remember coming along too, and I was already dipped at that point. I was like, no, these these are not flat enough cartoons. For my <laughs> <idea."> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I'm, I'm
2: with you, Dustin, on the Beast Wars thing. We kind of we have a a friend of ours, Fern, and uh, he loves his Beast Wars, and I'm always you know kind of jabbing at him. I hated Beast. I didn't like. Yeah. I don't like the early CGI stuff like that. I just I couldn't get into it. I, I mean,
0: just now, didn't bother. Back, watching... I could see a charm to it. Well, I certainly. didn't.
4: I just didn't even bother watching Beast Wars. I was like, "What is this? Like, yeah, yeah. animal transformers?" And yeah, the, the yeah. animation did look blocky or weird. And I was trying to figure out how it tied into like, like, the Transformers. Like, what's knew. the continuity here? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I just never, never gave it the time of day. And I also didn't like the movie. That they just did, so that was that too. Oh,
0: I didn't see it, yeah.
2: Well, check out, if you guys ever get a chance, on Netflix, it's called Transformers War for Cybertron. There's like three seasons. and
0: Oh, and it, I might have watched one of those, yeah.
2: The last season was the Beast Wars season, but it tries to create an, a, a continuity that encapsulates the toys, um, the TV shows, the cartoon, not so much the movie, pretty much everything besides the Michael Bay stuff, but it tries to create a narrative that contains everything <laughs> and, and brings it sort of all together. And while, like I said, I didn't really care much for the last season because it was beast war centric. I appreciated <laughs> that they try to bring everything together into one central narrative.
0: That's Transformers that sounds like a real, real headache. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. Right. Transformers makes no sense. Like, just be transformers like i love transformers but like every time i see something that tries to make it fit into like some kind of logic i'm like just stop stop trying to do that
2: and i'm not gonna lie as a kid it was my least favorite of like all the cartoons even though i love the movie the movie's probably my favorite transformers thing but i was always you know what you know where the show lost me is when Megatron, the same size as oh, Starscream, yeah. Yeah. could transform into a gun <laughs> into that gun, Starscream yeah. could old, hold in his hand. Well, it
0: lost you very early. <laughs>
2: yes, no, it lost yeah, me like, almost the, right out of the gate in the at first least, episode. At least Galvatron turned into a cannon that was still his same yeah. size, you know.
1: <laughs> well, I, I will tell you. So Bodie got back on a kick of transform on Transformers, and we'd never watched the series. We'd watched the movie countless times, mm. and. And he said, and he knows I have the whole box set of the series. And he goes, "Let's let's watch it." And I got so excited. I'm like, "Yeah, let's watch the miniseries, the first three or four episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Like they did with GI Joe, which GI Joe, the original miniseries, the pilot is phenomenal. Yeah, it's mm. it's so done. It's so well done. Um, then we watch this, and I'm like, oh." He goes. Wait. So they died, and then mm. like a random robot brought them back to life, and, and just took pictures of other vehicles in, on Earth. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, not the strongest. All, <laughs> no. And he goes, and they, and the plane crashed, and they all fell apart. And like, yeah, pretty much, they all <laughs> fell apart. He's like, how did they fall apart? When they crashed into the mountain, he's like, they just fell apart. I go, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the because they did. Them. <laughs> and, and, and then, yeah. And then, you know, that was disappointing. And then hyping, overhyping Beast Wars going, yeah, this was like a CGI show. It was kind of groundbreaking for its time because it was taking a Transformers into a new concept with animals. He's like, let's watch it. And we watched that. Uh, uh. And he didn't say it's flat, but he's like, <laughs> ooh. And I go, yeah. This did not age well. A well, dated. <laughs> yeah. And then you turn on GoBots Battle of the Rock Lords and, you know, the rest is history. No, we may have to no, just cover
2: not. that one as a singular maybe episode, like review. Battle like of a, the Rock Lords? Yeah. the It's, it's a movie, right? It's a. T-
1: it's a movie. It's like 70 minutes long. We could do that and we could do Transformers the movie and talk about the two. The yeah.
0: Well, I, was just, I mean, Jeez, I was saying. I don't like, know if I ever saw the GoBots movie. <laughs> oh,
1: it's on archive. Thanks to Diallo. Uh, so Diallo, did you put it on our Rock Lords. It's on. <laughs> yeah, it's on. I, uh, well, no, Diallo shouting out archive and telling us about it. I looked.
0: I'm like, I wonder if they have probably Go on Tubi, guys. The- the I mean, all the GI site. Joe and Transformers and Mask are all on Tubi.
2: Oh, is Mask on Tubi?
0: Yeah, I was watching Mask a couple of weeks ago on the. On so the- great.
2: <laughs> Mask and uh, Gem in the Holograms are tied. Yeah, that's favorite on there too. Theme song. I love both of those theme songs equally. That's a great theme song. Yeah. Um, So real quick just to wrap up you can't do that on television i'll just <laughs> i'll just say i loved watching it i think even though it was crass and crude i think it re- held up remarkably well but i think that was also because the editing was good like it never no none of the bits or the sketches Overstayed their welcome, which I think is a problem a lot of times with sketch comedy stuff, especially SNL and everything. But then again, you know, this was done differently. It's not done in front of like a live audience and everything. Yeah, They're yeah. editing it and stuff. But I think that worked really well. And I liked how, the fast pace of it. I like that. And Moose was great. I still love Moose and Barf and all of them. So <laughs> uh, Diallo, final thoughts on You Can't Do That on Television?
4: Yeah, it's pretty great. I was, uh, I watched, so for anyone listening uh, in the United States that has Paramount plus it's on Paramount plus. And I watched the very first episode on there. Um, Don't know where that falls in terms of like the, what you were talking about, like how it was originally local and then they started showing it differently. But so I watched that. And then one thing that you're talking about the editing, I realized that, it actually was a forty-five-minute show, which I was kind of surprised. I thought it was only going to th- be like, you know. Half, I think the half earlier hour. episodes.
2: I think the earlier episodes were an hour, and then they turned it into a half-hour show. I believe.
4: Okay. Okay. But yeah, I was I was surprised how because I got halfway through it and I was like, it was just it was firing still, like it was just like moving along and I was like, and I was kind of like, what's the time on this? Cause it kind of, I was like, I didn't feel like it was wrapping up, but I, knew, I wasn't bored at the <laughs> same time either, you know? So I was just like, I was really impressed with how much material they wrote for it and how mo- a lot of it worked. There was a segment where like they were going around in real time asking kids jokes and the jokes were lame the kids were like six or seven or eight um but anyways yeah i don't have a lot of
3: uh losers yeah i was
4: like i was like you're lame you're lame (laughs) you probably vote for the wrong person now that you're a grown-up you know (laughs) uh but yeah i i don't have a like a lot of like nostalgia for it in true because like i like i said i didn't really watch it like um, like religiously but I do remember it and it was fun to watch um, I don't know that I would like kind of go back and try to catch up on some episodes but it was good to see the people I was like I remembered like Moose especially and some other ones I might try to find the Alanis Morstead episodes just to like see her um, as a as a youngster before she hit it big um, but yeah so it was cool Nice.
1: Zach, how do you, I kind of
4: feel like yours is going to be the same as mine, huh?
1: It's going to be the same, but I I mean, this show, again, it, it it did, you can't show this now. Um, and, but it's so much fun to watch. (laughs) You couldn't show it then. You can't watch this on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Taking a risk, taking a chance, doing something different for a kids concept show. I loved it. And, and I, and it brought back all those great nostalgic feels. So, uh, thank you, guys, for bringing it back into the the zeitgeist, into the universe. That. thank I'll you guys
2: for flooding for me with nostalgia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh dustin and J- james i mean I, I have a feeling what you're gonna say but james uh um <laughs> final yeah thoughts? i mean
3: final thoughts um i'm never gonna talk about the show <laughs> after this episode <laughs> so wiped from
2: your memory
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh yeah i i don't really have any more to add to that
0: <laughs> uh it was fun to see it again and see all those sets and everything and the characters. I don't think I'll probably go back very often to look at it. Maybe once in a blue moon, um, the jokes for me the one at least on the episode i watched didn't hold up super well like i was like okay i can see how i thought this was hilarious when i was a kid but it's not really i mean like you were saying those little bumpers zach were very pretty clever like so such and such won't be shown tonight because we've got to watch this garbage instead or whatever but uh (laughs) uh yeah it was fun to see the characters but i I, the humor didn't hold up for me anyway (laughs) this uh, maybe I, i gotta watch the right episodes because i didn't even get moose on the episode i watched oh, which is yeah which is yeah. kind of a piss off <laughs> no
2: moose was great i mean half the humor was like sort of her delivery and everything
0: yeah that could have maybe these kids just sucked on these new episodes yeah. these newer episodes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <They
2: sucked. laughs> fuck those kids <laughs> go back for the original well this was uh this was freaking awesome guys thank you so much for uh, you know, introducing a couple of these shows to us, and then uh, flooding our memories with some other ones. Um, you know, love having you guys both on the show. But uh, again, plug uh, Action Action Podcast again. Where can everybody find you out there in the world and all that kind of stuff?
3: Yeah. So Action Action Podcast. Um, we watch all action movies. We try to assemble a list, uh, which is like two hundred and. 40 or 50 now maybe yeah, something on so, there um, so wow. it's, our new target is 500
0: <laughs> yeah that's the dream get to 500 on that
3: um, list but uh, yeah you can talk to us on Instagram or talk to Dustin on Instagram we're not on Facebook I don't know if we have a Facebook page still or not it still
0: exists yeah. um,
3: <laughs> our list lives on Letterbox at Action Action and we're also on Patreon so you can find us on there
2: I'll have a links to uh, all that kind of stuff over there. But uh, as a Patreon member myself, I got to say, go support these guys. They put on a great show. Always a lot of fun to uh, listen to them go through some, some wild, wild movies over <laughs> there. <laughs> I,
3: do, I do have to say, Corey, as a Patreon follower, I apologize on behalf of Action Action, <laughs> that we uh, we don't put out our um, we don't put enough bonus content, our out there. Bonus we get on that. <laughs> that often. So we'll have to get on that.
2: Hey, I- I'm just happy to support you guys. I-, I love the show. I've been listening to it for years now. So uh, keep on rocking over there, uh, Diallo. You got uh, Galactica? Actually, is still rocking and rolling.
4: Yep, we're still we're still trying to find Earth. We're out there. <laughs> Escape the 12 colonies, and um, we just finished uh, the Pegasus episodes, and we're sort of in the second half of season two now. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I, uh, you can check out Angela in the Dark on my on YouTube uh, channel, Forge Creation, and uh, First Noel Chronicles. And, of course, uh, Zach, 2 dollar late fee,
2: and Territory Marks is always rocking and rolling as well.
1: Yeah, we are covering for the month of November. We're covering Valley Girl, and we've got an interview with Cameron Die, who, uh, for those of you, pad, <clears throat> for those of you, PAD fans, he's from Out of the Dark, uh, the lead actor in that. So, uh, and then Territory Marks with Paul London covering 80s pro wrestling. Uh, we did our last month episode with Scary. This month episode will be a little bit different. It will be back to the original format that we do. Each of us brings a match from the 80s that we love from the territories. So uh, check us out, 2 dollars com, Instagram, X, Threads whatever what's all, all, the,
2: all that shit <laughs> I've, I'm, a twit,
0: I'm a fan twatter. i'm a fan zach i've been enjoying that, that i know you are brother <laughs> like i'm so glad you enjoy it
1: we're uh, we've got a lot of great stuff oh and this is on the heels of uh, comic-con uh in los angeles if you're in los angeles the first weekend of december yep. la comic-con we're gonna uh Corey will be there Diala will be there paul london will be there i will be there dustin from late fee. We're doing a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Come check out LA comic-con. It's where it's at. Maybe we can get uh, the action action boys to come down, uh, down one of these years to, uh, LA I mean,
3: that would be amazing. That would be fun. Yeah.
2: And as we all, you know, everyone has a Patreon thing and everything, which is great, but a free way to help out any show you're listening to, whether it's action, action Galactica, actually $2 late fee podcasting after dark, you know, any show doesn't even matter if it's somebody in the network or not. Leave them a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcatcher that allows you to leave five-star reviews, or just tell your friends about them. So you know, it's it's a great way to help out your shows that you love and everything. And they really, honestly, those reviews and everything and word of mouth really goes a long way in, in helping shows grow and and get in front of new audiences and everything. But um, thank you guys. Dustin James action action again I'm a fan of that show you guys put on some great content over there you guys have a lot of fun so I fully endorse checking out that show but thank you guys so much for for coming on here this was a real treat and uh, in a long time coming like that's that's on me for scheduling things and everything so I'm glad we finally got to do this
3: (laughs) yeah no thanks for having us yeah thank you
0: (laughs) so
2: thank you guys so much and as always,
0: we'll catch you on the obscure side.
1: I knew that..
5: <laughs> <dar>.
1: <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to Podcasting After Dark and give us a 5-star rating on iTunes. Support Podcasting after Dark on Patreon. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcasting After Dark. And visit us next time for another installment of Podcasting After Dark with Corey Stevenson and Zach Schaefer.
3: And Steven Seagal is a
5: joke.